All right, now I'm ready to right. shift into turbo. Ooh, shift into turbo? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to... <laughs> God damn it. Welcome to Films from the Phantom Zone, your podcast about failed and forgotten comic book movies, where you watch a forgotten superhero movie and decide, does this belong in the Phantom Zone to be forgotten for forever or out and about for everyone to rewatch and remember fondly? My name is Arnaldo. I'm your host, and I'm joined by... Birdo. So, Birdo, what movie are we watching today? We are doing Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Right. Last week, I say week, and it's usually about a two-week period. Last episode. Last episode. We actually recorded it like a month ago. Um, <laughs> it was before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, by the time this comes out, and it's about two weeks. It's a Our process. episodes are two weeks apart. Yeah. They're long episodes. We don't expect anyone to like listen to it in one sitting. You know, right? Like maybe like you know, on your drive to work. Yeah, on your drive back from work, and yeah. then on your drive to work the next day. Exactly. I Good example to, there. Yeah. I listen to a couple long format podcasts, and it's like four commutes before I finish one episode. Most of the yeah. podcasts I listen to are long format. I I don't like short ones. I don't know. They're very bite sized. I like short ones too, but it's like I'll just binge them a lot more. Like I'll go through every episode, and then I'm like, oh, I'm out of stuff. Like hour hour and a half is like a sweet spot for me <laughs> yeah. to listen to. Well. Ours are a little bit longer. But. It, it depends. Usually, they're mostly an hour and a half. Yeah. Some of them come close to like two hours. A few of them have been over two hours. A few of them have. La- <laughs> last episode, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers of the movie was slightly over two. Yeah. Which is it's longer just, than the movie. Yeah. That's always a little <laughs> embarrassing. Isn't it? It's just there's so much to unpack when you talk about the Power Rangers. More than you would think. And you know what yeah. it's come... I'm, I'm going to introduce the rest of the show in a minute. But like, you know what it's come to make me realize is that this is more similar to comic books than anything Marvel and DC has made on film. It kind of is. Because, you know why? Because I spent a day watching Power Rangers episodes. I watched like Just 10 various ep- things. I watched like 10 or 12 episodes. Did you watch so Turbo short. episodes? Or were you watching? No, what? I was watching older stuff. I wanted to get caught up. Oh, uh, okay. But so you didn't watch Zeo stuff? I did. Well, that's what leads into this. I know, but I, I'll get into it. All right, all right, all right. I, I have a lot of Zeo like kind of to memory but anyway the power rangers tv show you see the production through the story like it clear as day like you see characters coming and going you see zords coming and going the plot reasons that they come up with to write off real world things are horrible just like a comic book <laughs> just like a comic book and the pro- <laughs> and what happens is the stories that they come up with are so like rote that they don't feel natural at all and it just makes you go oh shit like they came up with something crazy and now they're gonna have to like work it into their canon later and then they're gonna contradict it but then they're gonna have to retcon everything to to make sense you know and that's what old school comic books were like they made everything up on the spot that was yes and that's what they did on this show comic books are still like that they're i mean they're not it's not as egregious right now but no like uh, especially i want to say the 90s era when they were constantly just trying to introduce new edgy things, but fit it into the yeah. established canon already. So it, it got a little messy. Yeah. You know, it's a good example. The um, clone saga from Spider-Man. Sh- okay, sure. I'm, I'm moving back to Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, though. okay. I watched the first few episodes of season two, right? And that's when they introduced Lord Zed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when he came on screen, he was scary. Like, he's sinister. And he's like immediately killing off characters not literally killing them off but like disposing of longtime villains like the, the established dumb, villains. like henchmen villains. Yeah. yeah 
and he was quite frightening. And then like there was backlash because he was too scary for kids. And then in later episodes, they dumbed him down and made him more kind of like a bumbling buffoon kind of character. Right? Yeah, they did do that. So. I mean, there's an example right there where it's just kind of the thing evolved. They were very as, reactive based on. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're talking about the Power Rangers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are covering three Power Rangers episodes. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie from 95. Yeah. That's our most recent episode. Check that out. Uh, and then we're doing this Turbo Power Rangers movie. Which was seven. basically a pilot for the turbo series is basically what i'd yeah, consider yeah, it. yeah yeah and we're gonna get into it in maybe a bit. slightly higher budget but sure yeah um and then next episode we're gonna do the 2017 uh, reboot yes which power is like rangers. the first like big budget power rangers thing i think that has ever happened well the first movie was kind of big i mean it was still small budget B- biggish yeah but like no this one's like that was a real movie yeah, that yeah. came out yeah, yeah. 2017 yeah one, yeah so basically, guys, what we're going to do here is we're going to cover some background information on Power Rangers. So if you don't really know about Power Rangers, that's okay. We're going to cover, again, most of it is nonsense, but we're going to try our best <laughs> to, to get you caught up. We're going to cover the initial expectations uh, that we had going in. And I think this time, this might be the most interesting initial expectation segment we've done because we both have like stories about our experiences with this movie yeah yeah um we're gonna cover the plot for the most part analyze the movie to the best of our ability uh and we're gonna do keep or cancel which is a segment where we talk about um some people in the movie and we decide if we're gonna keep them or cancel them it's like a joke you you, right (laughs) yeah like you know cancel culture (laughs) yeah so uh we're gonna do a two two for i didn't tell you this by the way this is news to you whoa Uh, austin st john okay and amy joe johnson Okay, all right. I uh, like that. Jason and Kimberly. Oh, spoiler, they're in this movie. Uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, we will decide if this movie belongs in the Phantom Zone or not. Oh, and also, we're live on Twitch. Um, we record all these episodes live on Twitch, so if you want to be a part of the show, uh, hang out with us on Twitch on Monday nights at twitch.tv slash filmsfrompz. We got a lot of our friends here, Demand Name John, Honey Badger, and Real Comic Book Talk are all here talking to us, feeding us information. They're going to fact check us as we go. So Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the Power Rangers is... I could have made a list of all the things I said wrong last time, too. I just don't care because you know what? You do better. Like, it's hard. <laughs> the con- this continuity is, is ridiculous. Well, there's like... There's stuff that... Oh, right back cosplay ...was correct at one point and exactly. no longer is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right back cosplay is here also. Uh, so we got a good little uh, group. Oh, nice. Uh, Turbo Power Rangers movie is streaming on Hulu. So if you just want to watch that. It's also on come, YouTube. Come back to us. Is it really? Somebody uploaded it to YouTube and it hasn't the first, been taken down. The first movie is on YouTube also. I didn't notice it <laughs> it's, last It's time. just like yeah. a random upload from a random yeah. account. Yeah. So uh, we might have just fucked them over. Whoops. <laughs> no, we didn't. All right. So let's get started. I think we covered all the shit. Background. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. Are you going to say something? Well, I was just going to say just a little bit about the Super Sentai that this was based on. Well, before um, we get into Turbo, let's talk about Zeo. Ooh, the because predecessor to this. Because he, he, here's the thing. This is around the time where uh, Saban finally decides we're not making that much money anymore. <laughs> Toy they're sa- also not putting that much money into this, though. I know. They're very greedy. Yeah. Toy sales were down. Merchandise was down. Viewership was down, right? Time to change it up. Right. Power um, up for more. Yeah. <laughs> and I was watching 
a lot of the old episodes. I watched a little bit of every season leading up to this point, right? And you, you can tell, like, season two, remember last time we kind of thought that season two, because the Americans had to do more, that maybe the quality was better? Yeah, because they had to do it, more, like, it was in-house. Worse. Yeah, it was way worse. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. For some reason, like, the costumes, and I couldn't find anything on this. I tried doing research. The costumes were, like, lost. And they had to, like, oh tailor new ones. But and, the and, that's, new and they ones, don't look as good. They look like ass. <laughs> I'm going to try to put up, like, a side-by-side of, like, especially Tommy. When he's the Green Ranger, he's got the shield on. Yeah. It looks like your mom made it for Halloween. Oh, no. It doesn't look production quality anymore. Because <laughs> the thing is, the Japanese, like, the toy production would send the costumes over. So they could film certain scenes within the context of... Power Rangers. Right, right. Sentai. With the same costumes. Yeah. Um, I also learned that apparently when they started running out of footage, Saban ordered more footage and like Toei just filmed it. So there is <laughs> Japanese made footage that was never in Super Sentai. It was made purposefully for Power Rangers. That's wild. Yeah. So it seems like such a complicated way to make a show. Yeah, of course. But the main <laughs> problem is because they're trying to keep the continuity. They want to keep the same costumes and actors and swords they ended up just finding horrible ways of redoing the zords every season here's the thing though it is kind of like and i said this before it is a little bit impressive that they kept continuity for like seven seasons of like one continuous like storyline yeah but it is like we said it's like comic books very messy yeah oh dude when they introduce the thunder swords is so bad the thunder swords were season two yeah, yeah. Well, they there was a bad guy. He freezes the Zords, and they're like, "We need new ones." And he's like, "I'm going to give you these Zords, but you got to do get the first Zords first. <laughs> so the new Zords were an amalgamation of both Zords. They were even called like by both names. And there was a Dino Thunders. No, Dino Thunders a different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would. It was like the Red Phoenix Pterodactyl Megazord. Oh, what a name! It, it was just. It was so stupid. <laughs> um, but so they filmed a sequence where they had to use toys for props like the actual toys that we bought they use those instead of models oh shit uh and you can tell because it looks bad where like the t-rex would transform into the red dragon for example <laughs> uh and then it was cut to they oh red bat thank you so much but- tyrannosaurus dragon thunderbird power oh my god thunder zord <laughs> it was shit like that and then like you'd see the toy of the i'm gonna link all this below you see the toy of the red dragon for like a shot, and then the next shot was the Japanese sh- shot, which looked, which looked way amazing. better. Yeah, it looked it looked so good. So <laughs> just the disparity was enormous. So Saban figures the way we're going to fix this is if we just do what they do: brand new Zords, brand new costumes every single season, right. and then we won't which have this problem. Eventually, ended up working out for them. Well, no, it worked right off the bat with Zio. Zio was much more popular. Uh, that's true. Uh, too. And actually, Zio was pretty fucking cool. And it, it provided them with new action figures, new costumes to sell, new it, swords, obviously. It also provided a cleaner way of moving the storyline forward, too. Although, this movie kind of makes something a little messy that I have a qualm with. And apparently a lot of fans do, too. And there's no definitive answer for yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my biggest thing, too. I'm going to get we're, okay. we'll get to it. Well, yeah. are we thinking know, about the same thing? exactly what you're okay. talking about. I've gone deep I actually, I undercover. even thought about this as a kid. Like, <laughs> I've gone deep undercover <laughs> in the world of Power Rangers, okay? <laughs> Uh, we're going to get to that. Okay. So the transition into Zeo, though, story-wise, was super weird. Do you remember how it went? Didn't the command center get, like, destroyed? And... Yeah, but they found another one conveniently underground, the first one. 
<laughs> not even kidding. I remember like the the command center gets like attacked. Like the bad guys presumably win because I remember the first episode of Zio was like them trying to get out of like the command center. So at the end of like season three, they all got turned into children. Yes, that was a uh, Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. And then so Zordon <laughs> calls on the Alien Rangers from a different planet to come and like yeah. help out. The, was it the Aquatar Rangers something like that? Yeah, yeah they were like aquatic in nature. Uh, and, and they it, looked like ninjas, kind of. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of provided them, because they, they were able to use footage from another season of Super Sentai that they never used, right? Yeah. It allowed them to kind of fill the gap, and there was like a 10-episode mini-season. It also allowed them to not pay those actors for a little bit. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> they had like a 10-episode mini-season of just like the Alien Rangers, which is insane. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was like a mini-story arc. Yeah. I um, thought it was cool as hell when I was a kid. I remember <laughs> the toys, and I was like, this is fucking weird because they had their own zords and everything yeah yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a whole it was like a whole season of power rangers then like cat grows up or she never got turned to a kid it was one of the two she goes on a quest to like get the zeo crystals they with... all end up going on like their own quests right yeah as children yeah yeah that's right they all individually get their zeo that, uh crystals those are cool episodes actually okay so the way i watch these because i didn't watch them live they put all this together in like a movie um, it's called Zeo Quest. Oh, and they took snippets of six different episodes and they turned it into a ninety-minute movie. And that's how I watched. Is it, it edited pretty well? Look, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. So. But I wa- <laughs> it was it was one of my Power Rangers videos that I watched. It was probably like a VHS a that lot. you bought. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I watched it on repeat all the time. So that's okay. why, like, I like I remember all this kind so of the, Zeo stuff. The introduction to Zeo is like burned into your mind. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, and then they get the Zeo crystals, they put them together, blah, blah, blah. They all get turned the, into adults. The Yellow Ranger gives her power to another girl that she met. And then Billy steps aside, too. Yeah, he takes like the, the guy in the chair role yeah. in Zeo. Because there's only five Power Rangers, and they're not going to do... They're not going to mix and match anymore, basically. No, and the Six Rangers always like the special one. Right. Yeah. And so he's going to show up halfway through the season. Right. And that ended up being... Well, first of all, it ended up being this weird alien character. Yes, Trey of... Triforia. Yeah. Yeah. Who splits into three all the time. Yeah. He's like a weird alien guy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, fun fact, not a special effect. They cast triplets. Damn. Because obviously, what are they going to spend money on a fucking special effect? No, let's find some triplets. Yeah. So they get these triplets. (laughs) Halfway through the season, he's like, I can't be here anymore. It goes away. the power is like killing him or something. And then so Jason comes back and he becomes the gold ranger for a while. And then Trey comes back anyway. <laughs> because apparently, I think the power was killing Jason too? Yeah. yeah. And, and let's put a pin on that because I think that might be the answer to our qualms. Well, it's I know what you're talking about and it is a fan theory that I read. But yeah, 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 yeah. Not confirmed. Um, <laughs> oh, demand name John got us. I don't know why I say that. John. John got us all the uh, the names. Macedon Lion, Thunderzord, Pterodactyl, Firebird. Thunderzord, Triceratops, Unicorn. Oh my god! It's so, it's so these are ridiculous names. Extreme. They could have just been like, "Hey, we got new Zords." Sabertooth Tiger, Griffin, Thunderzord. Because again, <laughs> the sequence is always they would show the T Rex, and the T Rex turns into the Red Dragon. I feel like on paper this was a lot cooler than than it actually was. The thing is, kids didn't give a shit. <laughs> no, I didn't give a shit as a kid. They got. New I was fu- like, "Yeah, more Power Rangers." Yeah, they got new Zords. Big deal. Who cares? Mom, Dad, buy me the toys. But <laughs> I think adults were like, "Yeah, but the T Rex on the helmet doesn't match the Zord." Well, just like when Tommy became the White Ranger, he was like an eagle or a falcon. A white tiger. I always say the, eagle or falcon. The falcon. I'm thinking about the sword. The, no, you're thinking about the ninja. Ninja sword oh, was a falcon. falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I'm getting them all like mixed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still the White Ranger, but yeah, he was a white tiger okay. while they were all dinosaurs. Yeah, but you, right. Because he was from season. He right, was from he a, was from a different Super yeah. Sentai. Yeah. They, they were mythical characters. Redbat knows what I'm talking about that the Tommy Shield looks like a pillow. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm going to link that picture below. It looks really, really bad. And so you can tell which shots in season two were filmed in America by the costume. Which costumes look worse, basically? <laughs> If they look like shit, it's American. Yeah. Unless it was the movie, mm-hmm. in which case they looked fucking great. So making its way to this movie, they're basically thinking, let's continue this basically yearly reboot. Yeah. Right? However, they're not going. They're still keeping the continuity. They're bringing in actors from previous seasons. What ended up happening inevitably was that actors kept on piecing out halfway through the season. Well, what was happening with that apparently is like they wanted more money because they had been there for a while. And Saban was like. Nah. Right. That's actually why Jason <laughs> left. Or Austin St. John. Austin St. John. Uh, and by the way, you know, just guess what is. We're going to do Keep or Cancel, but guess what his real name is? Is it Jason? It's Jason. What? Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker was born Jason. Holy shit. Okay. And then, and then when he got the role, it was like his first acting gig. He, uh, he wanted uh, a stage name. He got a stage name. Yeah. And he, he came up with Austin St. John. But his real fucking name is Jason. So if I call him Jason on accident, it's fine. That's his character, too. Yeah. So I mean, it wouldn't. Exactly. It'd be a little confusing, but not really. Anyway, they just need a reason. And this is how every first few episodes of every season goes. They need a reason to put them in new Zords and new costumes. Yes. And sky's the limit. Come up with whatever you want. And that's premise of this film, right? Turbo itself was based on the Super Sentai called, I'm going to butcher this, Gekiso Sentai Car Ranger. <laughs> you want to know something funny I learned about Japanese? What? Is that in the Japanese language, they don't like convert words that they... There's a word for this. But when you steal a word from another language... They keep it the same. They keep it the same. So it literally says car ranger. Exactly. <laughs> so um, if you go to Japan and you want to say something that is inherently English, but something that they would understand... You don't have to worry about what's the translation just say it for that. Because you can just they say probably it. use the English word. Well, here's the worst part. You can say it in a Japanese accent, and that's the fucking word. That's like, that's so strange. Whatever to me. you think, and you probably <laughs> think I'm gonna sound racist by like faking a Japanese accent, but that is and that's a- how they understand the word. Like that is because instead of car ranger, it'd be like car ranger. Something like that. Some, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how they say Well, not exactly how they say it, but that's how they say it. Because they don't say ranger. Right, yeah. right. Um, actually, no one says hard R's. R, that's, yeah. that's purely American. So, yeah, that Turbo was based on that Sentai, which was the 20th season of Super Sentai. That's crazy. That was like the 20th season. For us, it was like season like four. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that specific season of Super Sentai was made as a parody season. The Turbo one? Yeah. So it was like a parody of Super Sentai. So that made a lot of difficulties for the Americans writing stories around that because they would try to do like serious storylines, but then the monster you're fighting is like a giant pizza because all the footage they had to use was absolutely ridiculous. So that has a lot to do with why Turbo as a whole is considered like the first bad Power Ranger series among fans. Like, when, a, like a lot of people I, shit on when like, this you, when entire you, season. When you get into like the, the the meat of it, yeah, and also people don't like Justin. Well, he was a bit annoying, wasn't he? <laughs> a little bit. I don't hate him though. Oh, and this is just a fun fact about Turbo. It had uh, three one shot comics 
but one of them was a crossover with Beetleborgs. I yeah, we were discussing that on the Discord. Join the Discord, by the way, because who was it? Was it John? No, it was Philly. It was someone. Was like, hey, like Beetleborgs. Technically, it's not a. Was that a different Discord? I might get. I don't know. I, maybe I got Beetleborgs is technically up. not Power Rangers related, though. It's like it was Saban trying to make another show out of another Japanese show. Yeah, but there was slight crossover, right? I don't think in the shows itself. I think just in the comic. Oh. No, no, no. They, there's okay. It was a different Discord. There's, uh, there's a character that shows up in. They did crossover, or they used. I think they used just the Beetleborg. same like suit. No, but the same exact suits though. Yeah, like you put them. But next I don't think it was the, the Beetleborgs characters. Okay, all right. Yeah. fair enough. Because they used them as like enemy rangers in one of the seasons something or something. Like yeah, yeah. Oh look, John's got us with the. Oh, the he comic says book Beetleborgs metallics. Is one of three comic stories based on Power Rangers Turbo that were published in short-lived Saban Powerhouse magazines. Well, yeah, those are my little my little Turbo fun facts. I mean, that's basically all there is to it. Like, there's not yeah. much anymore. No, so. and then like <laughs> halfway through Turbo, the cast changes, and then that cast yeah. carries over into In Space. Right. Well, I mean, and that's the pattern that was happening is that you would mostly carry over the cast, and so everybody was jumping in and out at random times. Yeah. Uh, and then later on, a few seasons down, when they actually start doing more hard reboots with new cast, then those cast members would mostly last the entire season because they yeah. start from beginning to end. And then that's also where continuity becomes a little weird. Like, all right, is this in the same right. universe? Because yeah. <laughs> it's it's all technically in the same continuity, but is it in the same universe? Right. <laughs> because there's different Power Ranger universes. Yeah. And that's if you're diving deep into the lore. Lost Galaxy was still in continuity. It was yeah, like the Lost last Lost Galaxy one. was the last one that kept going in like that. Yeah. Because it like happened. Because Vulcan Skull was in it. They were in it for, yeah. for I think, just the pilot, I think. I they think didn't they, get they, on. They, oh, they didn't get on the no, on I think Terra Venture? I don't. Oh, that's what it was called. I don't think they get on Terra Venture. I thought they did. I think they were. I thought they were just in the or pilot. Or maybe they were trying to get on it. Yeah, they yeah. Didn't, oh. They were like the first two episodes and then they don't get on. I don't. I rewatched it once. Because they were like with some remember. doctor guy. The guy that they're with in throughout in space. I didn't watch in space. Oh, damn. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Initial expectations, Birdo. What's your backstory for this? So, what's your experience with this movie? This movie in particular is the first movie that I have any recollection of watching in theaters. Like that's insane. All right, like, and yeah. How do you like? Are you sure? Yeah, I like. I was living in Hawaii at the time. I forgot you fucking lived in Hawaii. And I just I remember seeing this in a movie theater. Like all the seats, it was dark, big screen, and I was like, wow. How old were you? Like four? What year was this? Ninety seven? Ninety seven. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> it might be one of my earliest memories, actually. <laughs> I was a pretty good kid for taking in the movies because I was very quiet. Okay. So I, I don't remember my first movie. I just I remember being taken to the movies a lot. <laughs> But because of that, this movie in particular has a very special place in my uh -huh. heart and my life. Like, just, I don't know. It's like a milestone for me. I guess, yeah. What if they had taken to a different movie that day? Damn. And then you just didn't like movies as a result of it. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. What if they took me to watch? I don't know what was out at the same time as this. Yeah. 97? Oh. I have no idea. Some other shit. But yeah, no. This, no. this movie was like a core memory of my life. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I was much older than you. So, like, I, I saw the first one in theaters. I remember that. Right. Vividly. So, I watched seasons one, two, the movie. I watched that first movie, like, 100 times. <laughs> I watched some of season three. I watched 
the Zio Quest movie a ton. Okay. I watched some of Zero. And then I fell off because it was around this time, like I'm in like second or third grade and kids are getting made fun of for watching Power Rangers. That's weird. In second or third grade? Okay. As adults, we look at that and we're like, that's ridiculous. You're still younger than what they're aiming at. Exactly. Like you're still prime (laughs) target audience. I think what it was is that it had been two, three years since peak Power Rangers, which is like season one. Okay. So like... You know, if you're still a kid and you're liking the same thing you liked three years ago, you're like, oh, that's for babies. <laughs> Even though it's not. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, I remember dropping off of There's Power Rangers. There's some adult jokes in this movie. There's a few. I can't remember. So, remind me when we get there. All right. Yeah. Um, also, there's huge tits in this, too. Well, there's a... Just like last she, time. She talks about plastic surgery at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was afraid of being bullied, I guess. I kind of dropped off Power Rangers. And so... Again, I had seen some of Zio, though. So when this movie comes out and it's in fucking theaters, this is my chance to get back in because it's a new there's no you know, it's a slight continuity reset. Right. Okay. And so like uh, my parents were divorced. So like I would get certain days out of the week hanging out with my dad. Right. So we'd go to the movies a lot uh, and we're sitting at the movie theater and there is the poster for Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. And I have this memory burned in like I I, I remember it like it was yesterday because <laughs> I want nothing more than to have a fun afternoon watching Power Rangers. But for whatever reason, all these outside influences have told me. Oh, man, you got peer pressured. Yeah, I'm too old to (laughs) watch Power Rangers. But then again, I am in the comfort of there's nobody there. You got bullied out of watching this movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, like, there's nobody there. It's just me and my dad. Like, I could go see this movie with my dad. And the kids at school are going to fucking know. I'm not going to get made fun of. And I'm sitting here going, again, I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm telling my dad, I was like, he's like, hey, what movie do you want to watch? And I was like, well, you know, like, I don't know. Like, we could watch Power Rangers, but I'm too old for Power Rangers. And, and your he, dad was like, okay. Yeah, my dad is overly pragmatic. So he's just like, okay, so we'll see what something else. What else do you want to watch? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. My dad would have been like, you're being ridiculous. We're watching Power Rangers. Yes. <laughs> and that's all I wanted my dad to do. And he failed me that day. <laughs> because he's just, again, he, my dad's like not an emotional person. Right. He's very pragmatic. He's like, okay, so if you think you're too old for that, what would you rather watch? Exactly. And he got so frustrated with me because we're sitting in front of the movie theaters for 10 minutes. And I'm going back and forth on like whether or not I want to admit to him that I want to watch Power Rangers. He lose his patience and said, hey, we're watching Power Rangers, whatever. No, I think he lost his patience and we didn't watch anything. <laughs> I think we just did something else. Oh, my God. You and really shot yourself in the foot there. I really did. But the thing is, and it's not his fault. He's overly pragmatic. Right. If it were me, I would have seen my kid and would have been like, you're being ridiculous. Power Rangers is not for little kids. It's for anyone who could enjoy it. It could it could be for big kids. It could be for kids of all ages. Yeah. You know what? As a matter of fact, I want to watch this movie. Let's go watch it. We're going to have a good afternoon. If kids make fun of you, just say, my dad wanted to watch it. Yes. Bam. Boom. We're going to be great parents. <laughs> um, but like, again, it's not my dad's fault. But right. like, that's what you should do as a parent, by the way, if you want to kind of like, if you think your kid, like I was seven or something. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so you, you were the this, prime age for that movie. I, yeah. And I never saw it. That's crazy. I, I had opportunities after this. When it came out on VHS, I could have just asked for the VHS. I had an allowance. I had this on VHS. I could have just gone and bought it because I was given allowances for like doing chores and shit. Oh, okay. It, how much could this have cost? $10 on VHS? Probably. $15? $10, $15. Yeah. yeah. Like this movie always 
hung over me as like that one movie that I always wanted to watch but never did. Whoa. Until literally yesterday. <laughs> That's the funny thing too is I own this movie and it's been sitting on my. You just haven't watched it. And every time I look at it, I remember that story and I'm like, I could have watched that and I didn't. I could have watched that back in '97. Yeah. And I'm always like, <laughs> and I'm always wondering, like, I wonder what it's about. <laughs> and I never put well, it on. It's the pilot to the right, series, right? You know, of course. But I'm like, I wonder what happens in it, you know? And so this has uh, oh, been stuff that happens in this movie is kind of fucking insane. This has been literally 25 years coming for me, is Whoa. watching this movie. So big Damn, deal. so yeah. your expectations might have been a little higher than they should have been. I mean, they weren't. Okay. But, like, I knew what I was getting into. Okay. And you know what? And I had just binged like eight episodes of the TV show. Okay, so you're in the headspace of yes. like, it's campy. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be campy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, so you ready to get into this? Yeah. I was getting into this movie. Plot. There's words on the screen, of course. Yes. So this is more of a Star Wars crawl, though. And by that, I mean it's literally a Star Wars crawl this time. No, they literally did it. <laughs> they, they toyed with it in the first movie. Yeah. They literally did it in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> On a distant planet lives a great wizard named Larigo. He is the keeper of the Golden Key, which unlocks the dimensional gateways of the universe. Larigo is hunted by Divatox, a wicked galactic pirate who needs the wizard's power to release a terrible demon-like creature. Her plan is to join with him in a sinister marriage and bring forth a reign of terror on the galaxy. Larago's only chance is to seek the help of powerful friends. But first, he must escape his planet and make his way to Earth. I don't think this was a bad intro, though, even though they did like the open and crawl thing, which is usually not done well. I thought that was pretty bad. I don't know. Can you? Okay, and here's one of my biggest problems with this movie. It's setting the stage. There's too many little elements. There's too many little plot elements. I think right? that's what I liked about it as a kid. It's Larigo and it's Divatox, and that would be fine if it that was just that. There's Malagor. There's the key. There's the dimensional gateway. There's the island. There's the temple. There's the. There's I mean, this the, is all part of the same plot. There's but... the pit. There's the ship. There, there's too many things. Too many key elements. Yeah. There's the just, keys. It feels like a video game. Like It's like I named all seven <laughs> of the fucking temples you got to do in, in, in Zelda. Yeah. You know? that doesn't. That's for a video game. That's not for a movie. This movie would actually make a pretty cool video game, though, I think. It'd make a better video game than a movie. I don't think uh, they for sure. made a video game of this, but it would have been cool. Larigo, a much more infantile and uglier puppet... Then the crawl led on. <laughs> Runs from Divatox's hunters. Cornered, Larigo teleports away. So to be clear, he looks like a troll doll. Do you remember the troll dolls from yeah, the 90s? Yeah, yeah. That's what he looks like. He's His got, hair looks better than a troll doll. It's not sticking up. But yeah. It's, it's like down. It's like brushed back. And yeah. that's still a troll Was doll. Was this a Jim Henson puppet? Oh, I have no idea. Probably not. Oh, okay. Because they're bad. These are bad puppets, I think, by the way. Yeah, so he's about four feet tall, head the size of a beach ball, big eyes, troll hair. You, he looks like a troll. I mean, he did a good job saying, like, hey, this is an extraterrestrial being. I don't... <laughs> I just think they could have done an alien. He was an alien. Something more tangible than a troll doll come to life. <laughs> he made cute noises, though. He was like... Argh. Okay, We're, you're already too forgiving, I think. <laughs> um, Larigo was created by Steve Johnson's uh, XFX Incorporated. Steve Johnson sounds familiar. Steve John. What else did Steve Johnson do? Did he come from Star Wars? Or was those original Star Wars guys that just got together and they made a whole documentary of this on Disney Plus? They all met in a garage because they kind of knew each other from certain movies. 
because of Star Wars, they ended up like cornering the entire special effects oh, world. <laughs> yeah. Is it Industrial Light and Magic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. ILM, yeah. That's the company that they founded while they did that. And they've been involved with like I feel like every fucking movie ever since. Uh, ILM did a lot, yeah. yeah. And now since Marvel or not Marvel, uh, Disney owns them, they do all of Marvel, Star Wars, and they're overworked, yeah. underpaid. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. In a boxing ring, the three male Power Rangers train in martial arts. Tommy sparring with both Rocky and Adam. Rocky, frustrated with his lack of progress, back kicks his way off the ring and onto the concrete floor, injuring his back. Meanwhile, Catherine and Aisha chaperone a bus of elementary school kids on a field trip to the boxing ring, I guess. Uh, they arrive just in time to see Rocky put onto a stretcher by paramedics. <laughs> Why does Rocky suck? <laughs> um, do you want to know the real reason? Yeah, what he, happened with Steve Cardenas? He wanted out off. Oh, yeah, he okay. wanted out of the show, so they wrote him out. Okay, just yeah. in a in a way like this, and in a pretty bad way. Because even yeah. even as a kid, I was like. Why is Rocky so stupid? He just got frustrated real quick, and he does a backflip. Maybe I'm not trying hard enough. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you could accidentally backflip off a boxing ring. That's not happening. The ropes are pretty well, high. He's a Power Ranger. He overexerted his oh, powers, and maybe. he fucking flew. Also, like, they're all really good martial also, artists. Couldn't the Zeo powers not heal his back? Can Larago not heal him, which is something I want to get oh, into they didn't later. Even take Larago to him. They didn't even think about Rocky. He was, there, he was right there. He was right there. Um, <laughs> they didn't give a shit. Nope. <laughs> it's weird that they were taking a field trip to like a arena. Where they're practicing. That's, where they're yeah. currently practicing. That was weird. But also I think the field trip, is it like, is it a school field trip or is it a field trip for like that shelter that they're all at? It's like an orphanage. Yeah, it is like an orphanage because they talk about it. Yeah, later, briefly, very brief. It's kind of it's kind of an exposition dump, real quick. Yeah, mostly about Justin, but yeah. Aboard a Barracuda <laughs> submarine, we meet Divinox, another predictably scantily clad character. Divatox. Divatox. Yeah, you said Divinox. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Divatox. <laughs> she cuts off her android nephew Elgar's hand while the camera closes in on her massive cleavage. Yeah. She reveals her plan. I mean, it did though, right? It did. It no, was. They knew what they were doing. It was uncomfortable. I mean, it's not that it's uncomfortable. It's just like I'm, I know this is a kids' movie, so I'm like, "What do you zoom it out? Come on, what are we doing it's here?" For older kids, <laughs> it's kind of like when you watch. You would have loved this as a kid. It's kind of like when they're watching sports. I I know. Seriously, <laughs> there's always a camera guy whose one job it is to find the hot girls. Yeah, to cut to. Uh, before commercials and stuff, reaction shots, yep. that kind of thing. Yeah, they just kind of really like lingered on <laughs> Diva Tox's, uh boobs. Here's the thing, though. I really like her character in this. It seemed like the actress was just having a fucking blast. I don't like her character, but I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's just, like, chewing scenery. Sure. I, I yeah. thought so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got confused, though. Um. Oh, sorry. Let me finish this paragraph. Oh, yeah. She reveals her plan to use Larago to unleash Malagor, whom she plans to wed. But first, she'll need two humans of purity and strength. So I was super confused by the crawl because I thought she wanted to marry Larago. Oh. And so when they show Larago and he's this little like... You're like, e oh, that's weird. Ewok looking motherfucker. I'm <laughs> like, what? What? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> no, she wants to marry Malagor, the, the demon creature. Yeah. Okay. I also like Elgar. I had a very visceral reaction to him. Really? Yes. When you looked at him? Because 
He's very ugly. I I don't know. I he looks I, like a penis. I don't like these puppets because like Power Rangers always had puppets. Yeah, but when you look at like Goldar, the fucking pig from the first movie, mm, I didn't like the pig. Um, oh yeah, you're right. The pig is bad. I take it back. <laughs> so the other two characters that weren't didn't make the cut for the movie, but they're in the TV show. Yeah. They don't look like creatures that we could recognize that like whose mouths would move in a realistic way. So like the puppet works. Okay. You know, and like Goldar's mouth, that's someone's mouth. Yeah. He's kind of like moving it up and down and that's it. But like it's a little bit more believable than this motherfucker whose entire face is stitched. It's just like one big mask. Yeah. And it's like stitched permanently like that. And so he's got like this Joker smile the entire time. It's very uncomfortable to look at. I, I like him. Why? <laughs> I honestly, I honestly think he's funny. But he, some that, of the stuff he does in this movie is hilarious. Okay, but that aside, what the fuck is he though? Oh, I don't know, like a penis monster. <laughs> but that's not. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think he came from the Sentai that this is based on, which is again, it was like a parody one, so everything was fucking ridiculous looking. Well, that makes sense if it's a parody of something. Yeah, but it's not a realistic looking creature. No. Like also in, in apparently his, that's her nephew. That's weird. Yeah, exactly. So what the fuck is that all about? And it's not that maybe I my need, marriage. Okay. <laughs> oh, so she's widowed. <laughs> oh, yikes. Because <laughs> she's uh, in the market right here. It's not that I want, like, realistic-looking creatures in Power Rangers. I want them to be based on something that maybe could exist. Okay. Like, some sort of creature. How'd you feel about the other um, the other guy? The, the other guy was the just one? ridiculous. He looked like Cloyster, the Pokemon. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I think she calls him a an ugly Christmas ornament at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just like this big ball with really skinny legs. <laughs> None of this makes any sense. I will say their design's not great, but I, I like them. I just think they could have like put a guy in makeup. I don't know. Don't do this whole big mask that would only look plausible in a still image. Because again, he's got this big Joker smile. And he's talking like this. And he, and <laughs> like his little mouth is kind of moving, but it's not. It's just, I don't. It's just not a good. It's, uh, very it's, not, uncom- a, it's not good puppet work. It's very uncomfortable. Um, uh, it's I was ma- not uncomfortable in the slightest. I was uneased. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha 5 and Zordon sense Larago's arrival and worry for him as he cannot survive for very long on Earth. The little orphan boy, Justin, visits Rocky at the hospital, but hides when he hears the rest of the Power Rangers come in. There, he overhears the teens talk to Zordon and transport away and discovers that they are the Power Rangers. All right. This scene was both good and bad for me. It's weird that they're just like exposition dumping Justin's like bio here. They're like, oh, yeah, Justin, he just lost his mother and now he's going to lose the shelter, too, because I guess the future of the shelter depends on the tournament. tournament. (laughs) Yeah. But him, like, overhearing their, like, conversation with Zora and seeing him teleport away, I like that aspect of it. Like, him discovering. Yeah, that's fine, I yeah. think. Because the last episode's kid was just too dumb to do so. Uh, <laughs> like, he's hanging out with these five teenagers. and he Oh, yeah, what was his name again? He's, like, a Frank or something. <laughs> I already forgot. Yeah, my dad sucks. He's a firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it's a little heavy-handed, uh, though. Like, I get that the Power Rangers need to be doing good things. Well, yeah, they're always doing good deeds. They're raising money to save an orphanage. Like, that's... Come on. Dial it back. Also, it's only $25,000. That's going to save the entire (laughs) orphanage? Why are more people donating? Why is it down to the Power Rangers? Why is the only way they're going to get any donation is by winning a martial arts tournament? 
Are people not donating to the charity? No, but they they'll go see a martial arts tournament. You know what? Actually, you know what? That's kind of how real life works too. That's why they do charity events like that. <laughs> so uh, I take that back. That's actually very realistic. Where's his dad? But they touch he on about it. His dad later, but I, it wasn't very clear. His dad, I is think, missing? is in the Turbo series. Also, oh, he works for like the equivalent of NASA. Okay, I think he's the one that actually sends the Rangers to space at the end. Gotcha, and that leads into. In space, space. Okay. yeah. But I think his dad was missing for a little bit at some point. It's like, just weird that his dad's missing. He's got a weird parental situation. Yeah. <laughs> and he's staying at an orphanage. Yeah. Poor Justin. Uh, Damn. I kind of feel bad for the kid. Zordon sends Tommy and Kat to Africa to find Larago, who's been meeting animals. Spent the whole budget on that line, probably, by the way. <laughs> Adam and Aisha see Divitox's incoming ship on the radar, and Adam says, I've got a bad feeling about this. Star Wars. Star Wars reference. Bulk and Skull now work as security guards and are abducted by Divatox's ship. She, however, is disgusted by them and demands her minions find two other humans. All right, on the Bulk and Skull thing, that scene where they're at the like the baseball stadium, baseball stadium, that's like burned into my mind. Something about the mustard is just oh, burned really? into my mind. Do you think about it whenever you see mustard? I think about it whenever I see mustard. Whenever I see a hot dog, and I think that's why I put mustard and hot dogs together so closely in my head all the time. It's all that you hate on people for putting ketchup on hot dogs? Yeah, because there was no ketchup in sight there. Um, Also, (laughs) this is kind of weird, but the mustard kind of looked good. It looked fake. It looked fake, but it looked good. It was like yellow goo that they made, you know? Something about it looked good. Like, when I was a kid and I saw him just, like, get, like, wipe his face with it and take a bite of the hot dog, I'm like, I don't know why that looks like it would taste good. (laughs) I love that. He takes the hot dog and he's just like it's it's covered on his boss's face and he's like let me just get a little bit of that and he just smothers his hot dog on his boss's face and, just and eats it. And walks away. <laughs> That's why Bulk and Skull are great characters. And then their boss asks for napkins. Is like already got him, sir. <laughs> and he walks away because they do stupid ass shit. Like they do that. stupid shit like that. Um, I love that. Also, when they get brought onto the submarine and you see them <laughs> after they get abducted, there's just dry vomit on their shirts. It's not mentioned or anything. It's just there. Isn't that from the mustard? It was like green, and it was on both of their faces, or oh. both of their shirts. Uh, I think they threw up. They cut out a lot. Uh, apparently, this movie, did. the first cut was like over two hours. and I mean, and that was to be expected. Right. But when you when you start cutting and not realizing what you're doing, and, well, you, and you don't have the money for reshoots. Apparently, something that was cut was some important plot stuff, too. Probably, no doubt. Yeah. Like, concerning, I think what we have issue with plot wise. Oh, I would love to know. I, I think something the related to that got cut. Okay. According to Johnny Young Bosch, the guy that plays Adam. Okay. Who is very involved with like Power Rangers still. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah we talked about him last. Yeah. Time. Meanwhile, in Africa, an enormous Python nears cat and she jumps away off a cliff. Holding onto a branch, she falls down and activates her Neo powers just in time to survive the fall, but not fast enough to protect her life from injury. Tommy follows her heroically, and the two survive the rapids. They finally find Larigo befriending a family of chimpanzees. He notices Cat's leg and instantly heals it. Do we know for sure why, like, the morph failed, though? So, watching it, because I was looking for this, because I had read about it, that right. this is the only, there was only one reference to Zio at all, and it's this. Right, when, she, she, when morphs. she morphs for, like, a split second, but, yeah. like, as soon as she hits the water... It, like, fizzles out. So, if you look at it really, really closely, the morphing sequence starts up and goes down. Right. And it didn't catch up to her leg before she made impact. 
and she fell in a way that was not good. She yeah. wasn't going to break the water before she hit it or anything. Right. But also, Tommy just dove straight in. Well, he's a hero. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> so he just died. And he doesn't transform. So I guess she, because she got hurt while morphing, it just kind of like yeah. broke out of it. Right. And Whatever. so we're dancing around the subject, but our biggest issue with this is that they, unlike every other, at least for the first like six or seven seasons of Power Rangers, there is no rationale as to why they're switching powers yes so what the fuck happened to the zeo powers because at the beginning they of still Z- have them at the beginning of zeo zordon says this is like the most powerful right. thing and that's the problem they shouldn't have done that because they keep scaling up the power right yeah but you can't scale it up after you said this is no, no, no. <laughs> right, right. i'm talking about seasons one through three yeah right they're like oh you need more powerful swords yeah swords you need to go get this other power that's what you need to beat this yeah. specific the villain. rationale in this movie was like, well, the, the turbo powers are the only things that'll get you through like this triangle. Right. That was their only rationale for but it. Then though. why not just go back to Zeo then? If Zeo's like the most right. powerful. And, like, and like there's, the fan, there's power. fan theories on it because this is discussed actually a lot. Right. <laughs> and so the problem with this movie is they spend the whole movie without mentioning why they're just not Zeo yeah. Rangers. And, and, appa- and apparently that was cut. There are scenes... <laughs> Where they could morph. They could just really benefit from morphing, right? Right. Here among one of them. Like, you see the snake? Morph. Kick like, that I, snake's ass. I would be a Power Ranger all the fucking time. I wouldn't well, even be a human. Well, do you want to know what, like, the biggest fan theory they read about that the, is? The biggest fan theory is that the Zeo crystals, like, damaged them. Like, because it's too powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish they would just, like, say that. Because... It makes sense. But my point is, when if you keep on scaling the power up... Then you know you're going to get to this point where you're going to reboot every season. So how are you going to explain right. that away when yeah. you call this like the ultimate power? The most rational explanation as to why they moved from Zeo to Turbo would be the Turbo powers are safer to use. Yes. <laughs> they should have just said that. And also you're not fighting the Machine Empire anymore. So you don't need them. Right. So there you go. I fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't do that. Hooray. <laughs> and there's even elements of that in Zeo with, like, with the Gold Rangers powers where it was... Yeah. Killing them. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they could have just a throwaway line would have cleared everything up there. And they've gone back to Zeo a few times. Like in like like once or twice, though, yeah. So I watched uh, like it's a newer scene with Tommy and he morphs into all of his different Power Ranger iterations, except for Turbo, actually. He didn't do this one. He did Zeo. Yeah. uh, And he did Green and White. Fighting. And. His the robot, the robot Black Dino, Dino Thunder Ranger. Thunder, yeah, yep. mm-hmm. that was. I think it was a very recent season. It was maybe like last year or the year before. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and he morphed into all of them. And I think even like the Dino fucking robot villain, uh, <laughs> who's impersonating him. Classic. You're fighting a robot that looks just like you. Yeah. Um, they just wanted to use the suit again. <laughs> right. He was just like, it's been years since you used the Zero transformation. Like, you're no good in it or whatever. So, so they keep alluding to the fact that, like, yeah. these Zeo powers are dangerous, but they they don't actually say it. Right, exactly. <laughs> we haven't read the comics. No, I need and, to. And they're in the comics, too. They, they touch the, upon the Zeo. Zeo. Powers. I would love it if, like, Zeo is, like, a Super Saiyan, yeah. like, a dangerous ultimate power yeah. that they can only tap into for well, a little bit. I was bit. hoping the newer movies were going to touch into that because the plot of the newer movies is about the Zeo crystal. You mean the 2017 one? Yeah. That's what they're trying to pull out of the earth. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So I was really hoping to get something there, but that ain't happening. Uh, and, and we'll get to that, but. Damn. I know. Oh, shit. Now I'm pissed. 
Yeah, so here, the fucking, just don't fucking waddle around the fucking jungle, but just be Power Rangers. But sure. Okay. I did like their little, I like their backpacks. Their ba- little, their oh. emergency yeah, supply yeah, yeah. things. They had little, like a thermos just like pops out of it with water. That thermos was like four ounces. <laughs> I, it wasn't a lot, <laughs> but I always thought the concept of that was really cool. Uh, they had flamethrowers in there. That was that, cut. Oh. There was a flamethrower scene. Man. Um, I have a, uh, I'll link it below. Yeah. Uh, there's a, uh, a shot of it. Right. Of her, like, just like... Because <laughs> we see Adam with his green one later on in yeah, the movie, yeah, too. Yeah. And he pulls out the binoculars, which look like fucking micro-binoculars from Star Wars. Is it macro-binoculars or micro-binoculars? I don't know. I thought they're called, uh, like... Binox. Bi- yeah, something like macro that. Macro something. I don't know. I don't know. Diva Tox's minions capture two more humans scuba diving and reveal that she's been holding Larigo's wife and child hostage. That's fucked up. Yeah, especially the little puppet. <laughs> the little baby. Yeah. Back at the command center, Larigo receives a telepathic message from his family, which Divatox uses to communicate with the Rangers and Zordon to make her demands. She also reveals her two prisoners, former Power Rangers Jason and Kimberly. They're joined by Bulk and Skull, who have been brainwashed and forgotten their identities and natural accents. <laughs> They're just different people now. <laughs> they think they're... One thing's... Was one, one thing one's he's Spanish French and one's German or something? I thought they were speaking Spanish at some point. I don't really recall. I thought one, one of them one, thinks he's German. Yes. Who is this bulk and skull? <laughs> Did you hear, by the way, their names are like, have bulk and skull in them? Yeah. Because like, his boss calls them by like their full name. Something. I know skull is Skullovich. Yeah. Is it Bulkmeister? Something, it's something stupid. Something I don't know. Dumb I'm, like I'm that. not about to look it up. Yeah. But I love Bulk and Skull. Anytime I, we get them, they're great. This should have been more of a subplot. Bulk and Skull. They mostly take a sideline. The they they time. are in this movie more than the Mighty Morphin movie. Ever so slightly. Slightly, yeah. But but they are. But I would have taken. But also, like, they're not themselves. So, yeah. Sure. No, no, no. But I would have taken like two more scenes. <laughs> some subplot where they're doing these fucking accents. Well, or maybe they keep on like. Changing accents. Well, here's the wild thing: Bulk and Skull had an underwater filming scene. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they did some stunt work. Yeah, <laughs> not like the last movie where they got to fuck off the entire time. <laughs> uh, the Rangers take Larigo to negotiate with Divatox's jet ski riding minions, but Larigo willingly surrenders. As agreed, Divatox releases Jason and Kimberly. Tommy and Adam swim out to rescue them, but they're just dummies. Divatox tricked them and kept both Power Ranger alumni. Something about this scene feels like it's from like an adult movie because it's very dark. It's literally dark and also like they're it, doing it's a, a whole a hostage, hostage exchange negotiation. negotiation. And yeah. then they th- throw the bodies in the water. <laughs> I'm just like, what the? F- <laughs> this is this is weird. <laughs> it took a turn, right? Yeah, it was a little uh, jarring. Yeah, a little bit. As a kid, I thought that. And even rewatching it now, I'm just like. God, something about this scene is just like... We, like, hop to a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Not against it, but, like... Apparently, these jet skis were loaned, so they couldn't alter them in any way. Uh, they couldn't make them look like alien That's jet skis. That's why they're literally just jet well, skis. Well, so what they ended up doing, because they couldn't, like, paint them or build onto them or anything like that. Right. They had a seamstress create, like, fabric covers and costumes to, to like put over it to put over the but jet skis it's still yeah very clearly just jet skis no of course yeah but they're like alien looking jet skis sort of yeah sort of that might be why the scene was also dark maybe, maybe to cover it up <laughs> but also like who cares it was also very tonally dark so right <laughs> 
The Rangers designed new Zords for some reason. Again, we we, we, already, we, we talked about our qualms with yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> that appear as regular cars. Zordon provides them new morphers to go with the new Zords. They initiate a new transformation sequence into the Turbo Rangers, and Zordon sends them to find the Ghost Galleon, a phantom ship, to take them through the Nemesis Triangle. See, it's too many things. Just use the real-life location of the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, that would have been better. Is it, like, copyright? No, not at all. <laughs> it's a legend. Alpha 5 tells them they must merge their turbo keys the moment they reach the triangle in order to pass through it. Due to Rocky's absence, the blue Zord stays behind. So, as much as we don't like the way they transition them to the turbo powers, I did like the transformation scene around the table, though, where they all just like morph at the same time. That, that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. They're, it was like kind of epic looking. Aesthetically, I really like the turbo stuff. Yeah, it looks really cool. The fact that it's like a key that you go put in and turn. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I like that they're cars. I like that they have a lot of chrome. I also like the way the Megazord fits together, but we'll get to that later. It fits together until it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I had that toy, though, and honestly, I, that was pretty true to the okay. toy. I wanted that toy so bad. It was a cool Megazord to because build. I had other Megazords. <laughs> That this is one, the one that was the closest to like a transformer. Yeah, because yeah. that one was cars, and I yeah. liked cars a lot as a kid, and I liked toy cars. I always thought and... Tommy's car was cool as fuck. Red Thunder, yeah, yeah. And the race car, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to watch Turbo so bad because it was combining so many aesthetics that I really liked. I like that they have chrome on their helmets. I like how they, they have, have the headlamps. Li- yeah, they got the little lights. Um, I don't think they ever use them in the show. I think the movie's the only time. I think it was a higher quality helmet for the movie though. Why wouldn't they just use the same one? I don't know. <laughs> but like it had like actual flashlights on it. Yeah. They might have used cool. it in the show. It's been a long time since I've watched it, but well, here's something I don't like. I don't really like that Rocky gets sidelined the entire movie. Because he wanted out. <laughs> I think they could have written something better to get him. Maybe out. have him retire after the movie. Well no, he didn't want it. I guess he didn't he, he really didn't want to be do in the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Oh, that's why he's in like two scenes. <laughs> exactly. Uh it just here's the thing though, I always thought Rocky was kind of a bitch. Maybe. You're, you're Team Adam. <laughs> I'm definitely Team Adam, yeah. I think Rocky's all right. Out of the newer Rangers, I thought Adam was way better than Rocky. Okay. Yeah. Tommy still has them both beat, obviously. <laughs> but Obviously. <laughs> In the desert, the four Turbo Rangers drive their new Zords, accompanied by a new rock anthem. <laughs> the Rangers reach the Ghost Galleon, and the Blue Rangers Zord pulls up. It's Justin, the fucking child. <laughs> Rocky apparently sent him in his stead, and Alpha 5 somehow taught him to drive in minutes. I mean, we see short little clips of, like, a Blue Ranger doing something, like, at the command center, but I also love when he goes, guys, I'm the new Blue Ranger, and all of them are like, the fuck you are? Yeah. <laughs> You're 11. This is ridiculous. And I think, I don't know, I, don't, I can't speak for all audience members, but, like, I also think it was ridiculous. I didn't like Justin being a Power Ranger one bit. No. Also, I think you said the Yellow Ranger earlier was Aisha. It's actually Tanya. Aisha was the Yellow Ranger in the last one. She gave her powers to Tanya in the Zeo transformation. I oh, believe. sorry. This is this is Tanya. Yeah, this is Tanya. Whoops. <laughs> sorry. But like specifically, just like her face, her face when Justin says I'm the Blue Ranger, it's like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Well, she looks displeased. I'm kind of torn on this because on the one hand, I think it's interesting to have a child as a as a member of the team. 
he has Shazam powers now, right? Like he's it's a basically child. Shazam rules, yeah. Yeah, and he can transform into an adult. But he keeps the child voice when he's a ranger. That's weird. It it was weird to see an adult running around. And yeah, he's, guys. Let's yeah. <laughs> And he's jumping up and down in excitement. Also, he's stupid. He makes bad decisions because he's a child. Right. All that stuff is good. If they would have just changed his voice while morphed, I think that would have eliminated a lot of issues with this. I think if they had... Like still have him act like a child, but be the adult, <sighs> like like Shazam. Right. Yeah. I think if they had, I don't know, found a better excuse to get him in there and Rocky out. Because, and, and we mentioned this, there's a scene where you meet... Larigo, and he sees Cat's leg in a tourniquet. And he fixes and he, it. And he fixes it. A if very makeshift tourniquet. Too. Right. If you're the audience, you're looking at this and you're like, oh, okay, there's another character that's injured. This is how they're going to resolve that problem, right? And then they take Larigo back to Angel Grove, mirrored down the street from the Just hospital. Take him to the, or bring Rocky to the command center. Exactly. And at no <laughs> point do any of these people Rocky think. Rocky could teleport there at any t- He still has his Xeomorpher. Yeah. Should we go get our best fucking friend? Nah, Rocky fucking sucks. And should we heal his back that's, like, destroyed? Like, that man could never do... Like, Power there's a possibility. Yeah, there's a possibility he's never going to do, like, martial arts again. He could have, like, really did damage to his him. back. I mean, they said he's going to do a full recovery, but, like, in the meantime, you met a fucking wizard who can heal someone. Like... That right there is just bad writing because you you write yourself a problem, but then separately they, they just shouldn't have done the healing thing then. No, exactly. Yeah. Separately, you wrote yourself a fix to that problem. But then you'd have cat. But then you don't combine the them. No, you just don't injure cat. Or just have it to where you know, oh, the turbo power has healed you. I don't know. I don't like poor, this at all. Poor Rocky, but also Rocky sucks. <laughs> but on the point of Justin, I just feel like it seems like it's a like a very studio decision thinking. You know what kids like? If we put a kid to be a Power Ranger, because kids want to be Power Rangers. No, they don't. They don't want to be kids as Power Rangers. They want to be grown adults as Power Rangers. Which, again, they sort of did, but like not all the way. Right. Yeah. Five teenagers. That's what kids want to see. Kids don't want to see another 11-year-old as a Power Ranger. No, fuck that. 11-year-olds <laughs> hate 11-year-olds. They want to be 18-year-olds. Well, yeah. Poor Blake Foster, who played Justin, apparently got like bullied for being in this. Oh, really? Yeah, similar to like the Jake Lloyd thing, but I don't think it's as bad as Jake Lloyd. I think Jake I mean, Lloyd got like raked through the coals. Right. I feel for this kid because like apparently like he knew some martial arts and they found him and they're like, "Hey, yeah. do you want to be a Power Ranger?" And he was like, "Are you Fuck fucking yeah, kidding I me?" Do. Yeah, of course. And he's obviously super enthusiastic. Right. And he got to be in like the show after yeah. this, and it, it it's cool. Don't get me wrong; it's nice. I just think it was poorly. It, it was handled. executed yeah. poorly. Uh, Red Bat had a suggestion for what they could have done. <laughs> he says, "I feel like they could have had Justin do all the legwork, bring the Zordon key, then Rocky back for the final battle. Justin could have just been the Jimmy Olsen of this movie, and then maybe at the end have Rocky be like, you know what, you deserve to be a ranger. I mean, maybe I'm done. I get that they're trying to set up an entire season and that Rocky's on his way out. I just think yeah. it was because at the beginning, it's like anything. Obviously, else. Justin's already the Blue Ranger at the beginning of Turbo. So yeah." Just anything else. <laughs> Aboard the Ghost Galleon, the team find a chest with five keyholes, naturally. So they insert their key morphers, and the ship readies itself. The sails rise, the bell rings, and the compass moves. Just to be clear, this is like a 19th century ship. Yeah. Like what you would see in Pirates of the, the Caribbean. The aesthetic's very cool. It looks very much like a ghost ship. I just think it's weird that we're doing like future car aesthetic, and then that's... And then we're going to drive up to the dock and... 
put our cars below deck of a pirate ship. Of like an 1850s pirate ship, yeah. yeah. I, it, that's a bit weird. weird. No, this is where I think the movie starts going fucking crazy. It's just doing a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. This ship is a replica of the Pilgrim, uh, which is a ship that was made famous uh, in two years before the mast, which is a book. Okay. Uh, but this replica is moored. It sits in California. It's used for like sailing lessons and shit, but it doesn't actually go out. It's just like so you know how to like what to do on a ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just sits there though. Okay. Um, and it was used in two movies actually. This and Steven Spielberg's Amistad. Ooh, that's dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Isn't that weird. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! That the uh, Ma- Matthew McConaughey and um. God. Well, what's his name? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Thank you. Oh, wow, and Anthony that, Hopkins, he's in that movie, too. That's a dark piece of trivia, though. Yeah, that movie, it's that, like Academy movie. Award winning. <laughs> no, it's, it's a great movie. It's just <laughs> the Power Rangers are hanging out in the Amistad. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that weird? <laughs> Ooh. On the ship, Cat finds Justin by himself on the main deck. He's both excited to be a Power Ranger, but disappointed that his missing dad isn't around to see his accomplishment. Cat tries cheering him up and leaves him just as Divatox's sea monsters attack. The team fight the monsters on the ship. All right. Leading up to the monsters, like, attacking them, it was a little creepy. Yeah. You know, it kind of reminded me of uh, uh, the scene in Aquaman with the sea creatures. Yeah. Like, that really cool visual scene. Yeah, that served no other purpose in that movie. (laughs) Than just to look cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like, when you see, like, Justin just, like, kind of, like, looking out at nothing and then, like, the monster, like, slowly creeping up on him, like... yeah. I'm trying to remember, like, was I scared of this as a kid? I feel like there's a better movie I, in I here. I feel like I was like, look out! Yeah. No, there's a lot of good elements of stuff yeah, in yeah, here. Yeah. Like, this is, like, good, like, children's horror, almost. Because even, like, yeah. the, the eggs sure. that they hatch from it, it's very, like, creepy. Reminds me of, like, some Lovecraft stuff or mm-hmm. even, like, the xenomorphs a little bit. Yeah. Like, okay. that, that gooey egg sack that they come in. No, for sure. Yeah. In the submarine, Jason and Kimberly, who are planning on surprising the Rangers to help with the fundraiser, plan to pop off a hatch as soon as they get to 100 feet depth, just enough to swim up in one breath. This creates a problem, though, because the water starts bursting in. Both Divatox and the Rangers approach the Nemesis Triangle. And this isn't realistic at all, though. What the fuck were they thinking? (laughs) They were like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bust this thing open. It's going to flood, but... We'll do it when we're close, because Jason's got a little, like, depth. I, I, get, I get the logic he was thinking. Yeah, and like, he's like, all right, so let's prep it. And then they open it, and he's like, oh, no, what do we do? <laughs> Why would you prep it when you're 400 feet he's down? He's like, we're in some serious trouble. <laughs> like, this is your fault. You just caused this. What are you I actually doing? I asked a friend about this, and he was in the Navy. He said, like, if you tried to do that, the door would just fucking go flying in and... It'd be like an explosion. Right. Yeah. The, Everybody the, in there is dead. If the, you do yeah. That. It's, an, it's an insane amount of pressure. Yeah. I get his logic, though, about like like the whole waiting till like you can actually get out in one breath. That's smart. What's not sure. smart is, hey, we're 400 feet below sea level. Let's crank this baby open. Let's just prep it. <laughs> Let's just get it ready for when we finally. And then it floods. It open. Also, did they forget that Bulk and Skull is like next door? <laughs> They were gonna kill them. Like they're gonna drown if you right. don't. If you didn't have if, a plan. If you yeah. yeah. Divatox and her massive tits forced Larago. Yeah. Love them. <laughs> to open the gateway using the golden key. 
Uh, by the way, there's a shot where like she's like leaning forward, and it's just egregious. Yep, it is excessive, but. <sighs> for the dads I guess I should have taken my dad your dad would have loved that he would have loved it he would have been like I like her he would have been like this is real father son bonding and he would have pat me on the back (laughs) (laughs) thanks to Jason and Kimberly the submarine starts taking in water the former Power Rangers try to stop the leak and seemingly forget about Bulk and Skull in the next chamber They're drowning. Uh, (laughs) The Rangers try linking their keys to enter the triangle, but Justin drops his under a barrel, probably because he's 11 years old and should have never been put in this situation. To be fair, a loose, kind of big looking barrel just kind of went flying and hit him. (laughs) All the other adults are fine. Also, the adults didn't help him reach for the key and his (laughs) arms are so short, you can't reach it. (laughs) I was like, somebody help him. You think he'd be able to wiggle his way in there? Uh, he picks up the key, and the Rangers successfully enter the Nemesis Triangle. Also, do Jason and Kimberly not think it's a huge fucking coincidence that they get captured randomly, and the other two prisoners are Bulk and Skull? And they're just like, oh, something's weird about those guys. Yeah, something's off. <laughs> I think there's also like a stoner joke in that sequence, too, because they mentioned something about like munchies, and then Bulk oh, goes, munchies? And then he like does like a smile and does like the... Sound effect. Oh, okay. But they're always hungry, aren't they? Like, that's kind of a running gag. It's either like a I'm hungry joke or an I'm high joke. Jason and Kimberly finally open the hatch, but first go back to let Bulk and Skull out of their chamber. Yeah, because they're like, oh shit, they're there. Right. (laughs) And they're drowning. Yeah. (laughs) The four try to swim out, but Jason gets caught back inside. The water drains from the prison chamber, and Jason is back where he started. So when when the hatch starts closing and Jason's like still there underwater, that freaked me out. Oh really? Just like, like now or as a kid? Even even now, like just like that situation. Yeah. Tight space. You're underwater. Yeah. Something's closing on you. Fuck that. No. Fuck all that. Fuck yeah. that. That shit sounds so scary. And then when Kimberly got stuck for a second, I was just like, "You're wasting so much breath trying to struggle." Like I was like, "She needs to go back, get a breath, get a breath before it, she but does." Then she wouldn't have made it out. Yeah. yeah. Were they even at a hundred feet at that point? Probably not. Who knows? I mean, they made it up, but still. (laughs) Both the Rangers and Divatox make it to the lost island of Maranthius, where Zordon says Malagor's volcano is inside the Serpent's Temple. Too many things. This is ridiculous. I like how all this stuff just exists, though. Too many plot elements. It feels like a very lived-in universe. No, it does not. Yes, it does. It's Larago. It's the Golden Key. The other keys. The Triangle. The Lost Island. There's a tribe here. The Serpent's Temple. Like, that one's not even necessary. There's a tribe here that worships Malagor. Yeah. Malagor. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, the Serpent's Temple, because they mentioned it, it's a deleted scene. They cut that out. They went through I feel like a room. They cut out a lot of important things. Yeah, they went through a room with a bunch of snake statues. That's cool. Yeah, would have been cool. Wow. Larigo gets weaker as time passes, so Divatox keeps whining melodramatically. All she does is whine. I kind of love it though. I really hate it. <laughs> she calls Rita Repulsa on the phone, looking for advice on how to get rid of the approaching Power Rangers. Rita, sleeping in her full witch costume. <laughs> Tells her it's got a big my problem. It's got a big neck piece, and I'm like, how do you? How, how are do you, you laying down? Yeah. Uh, she tells her that if she knew how to do that, she wouldn't be stuck sleeping next to a snoring Lord Zed. I wouldn't be stuck sleeping next to this. And he's, and he's got a little a little mask on. Yep. 
because again, the, I I like this little. Gag it was a, it was a did. fun cameo. I'll give yeah. you that for sure. Because I don't think we had seen him in like at least a season or something. Yeah. Oh, there was a funny part that um, what's his name? El- Elgar. Is Elgar, El- the nephew. Yeah. When the submarine starts taking on water, he's like on the phone with somebody and he goes, oh, the ship's sinking, gotta go. He just hangs up the phone. I'm like, who the hell is he talking to? And he's so like chipper about it. Too. Yeah. It was like Goldar. <laughs> he's just talking to their minions, right? Like he's just in the middle of a conversation. Ship's sinking, gotta go. God. Kimberly washes up on shore alone close up on her butt oh that was a lingering shot on her butt yes it was <laughs> um i was like we're we're here for a long time we're just sitting on this and she is found by the natives who also chase bulk and skull through the island adam leaves the ship and then his desert storms zord to scout the area from a good vantage point he witnesses the two torpedoes destroy the ship and assumes the worst just then, the Turbo Zords drive out safely. They telegraph that they're going to be fine. They're like, oh, we got to get in those Zords right no, before they blow yeah, up. Of course. <laughs> but poor Adam, he's probably like, oh, my friends! Everyone's <laughs> dead but me! <laughs> it's up to me to save the world now. By myself. Adam could do it. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. <laughs> it's like the last Ronin, but it's Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Divatox's crew arrive with Jason and Larigo as prisoners. They're met by the natives and Kimberly as their prisoner. Divatox explains that they are the Malakians, the guardians of Malagor and his worshippers. She has Larigo use his magic to open a temple door. Following closely behind, all five rangers morph, which turns Justin into an adult. With a child's voice. Yep. And he's making very poor decisions. I'll lead the way, guys. He's like, wait, no, don't he do that. Sprints into the <laughs> temple. Uh, he's a kid, though. I get it, but like, come on, man. Part of me wants to watch some Turbo episodes and like see like the Turbo finale is very good. Really, I, the the one that leads into space. space? It's kind of dark though. Like, I want to know Rangers like, lose. What's their uh, what's the relationship? You know, like, what's do they like Justin? Yeah, what's the vibe? <laughs> Does he do more of this bullshit? Turbo is a weird season, though. And a lot of it's because of the Sentai that they chose to use. Right. <laughs> Inside the temple, Jason and Kimberly are hung over a lava pit, a.k.a. the Pit of Eternal Flame. Again, too many things. <laughs> as Malagorza's sacrifices. The Turbo Rangers arrive to the party and fight her foot soldiers. Suddenly, Kimberly and Jason's eyes turn red and they break out of their shackles. Possessed by Malagor, evil and super strong, they attack the Power Rangers. Tommy takes off his helmet to get Kimberly to recognize him, but Jason attacks. Their fight leads them to the pit, where Jason holds Tommy in a chokehold over the lava. Now I'm the one with the muscles! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Larigo uses his magic to snap Kimberly out of the spell. Tommy kicks Jason into the pit, but quickly catches him. Is that a line from like season one or something about the muscles and the power? I don't know. Or maybe it's just like a like maybe Jason's always been jealous of Tommy. Well, right. 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 But my, my interpretation of that is that that is something that some, evil some Tommy like said to him. Throwback. Or, I could actually see that being a thing. I feel like I, I couldn't saw, confirm that. But yeah, I feel like I saw something about that and then I forgot about it and then I didn't know where to look it up. But, but yeah. reminder that, you know, at one point Tommy was evil, possessed, yeah. fighting Jason. Now it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Austin St. John didn't want to do this movie unless 
they turned him evil for at least a scene. Really? Because he thought that'd be more interesting. Yeah, he, he was right, <laughs> and that's why they they wrote this. And... Yeah, I do got to say though, having Kimberly and Jason come into this movie was kind of like a big like hype moment. Yeah, no, for sure. Because you're like, oh shit. Yeah, these <laughs> it's are, the original Red and Pink Ranger. Yeah, these are OGs. Yeah, and again, like. Jason hadn't been gone for that long. He was no. At this point, it hadn't been that long. He was just a Gold Ranger. Yeah, he was in half of Zero. Yeah. So, but Kimberly coming back was cool because she had been gone since Mighty Morphin. Right. Like since half, season three of Mighty Morphin. Halfway through. Oh, I'm getting I there. I love Evil Kimberly. I'm getting there. Halfway through season three, where she turned it over to Cat. Yeah. Who originally was also like an evil puppet of Rita. Yeah, it was like a two. Two, three episode thing. Yeah. Can we talk about uh evil Kimberly? Because oh my god. She talks very she's very so, breathy when she talks. So hot. <laughs> like Kimberly's already hot. She, yeah. We're yeah, talking about yeah, Kimberly. She's and my you first know she's crush hot. ever. Definitely first crush ever. Yeah. Yes. She was hot. I feel like I need to be part of this episode. You didn't watch the movie. I'm a Power Rangers girl. Well She can maybe put her the next one. Do you remember that Kimberly gets turned into evil? So you don't... Do you're... She becomes jealous and there's like an evil plant involved. I that? think that was an episode, yeah, but that's not... <laughs> <laughs> no, her eyes turn red. She goes evil for a minute. Because she got sacrificed into a lava pit. Right. Anyway, she gets super hot. Yeah. And the it, red eyes are hot, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just... It's very sexy, is all I'm saying. Something about the way she's carrying herself. Yeah. yeah. It's... um. I want evil Kimberly. I'm probably going to watch that scene again. <laughs> That's right. I said I'm it. I'm right here. Yeah. You'll probably deal. like it, too. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> I'm going to look it up now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and um, it's not weird because she was like 28 in this movie. It's not weird. It wasn't ever weird. No, I'm just saying. She was always older than us. It, she always looks young. No, no, no. But I'm saying like she always looked younger. Oh, she's yeah. one of the older Power Rangers. She's oh, like even four, originally. She's four years older than Jason. Oh, wow. She even now still looks good for her age. She's 52. She but, looks good for yeah, 52. No, for sure. We'll yeah. talk about her and keep her cancel. Yeah. Anyway, hot. Uh, <laughs> hot. Also, someone says, I think it's Elgar, the fucking weird looking one. He says, I love it when a plan comes together. It's an A-team reference. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of little catchphrase well, references also, here. when Evil Jason's like being evil and stuff, it's funny because he's still wearing like his swim trunks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In lieu of a sacrifice without Kimberly and Jason, Divatox throws her nephew Elgar down the pit. <laughs> so fucked up, man. He survives, though. He's in the show. I think he's in the show. Yeah. yeah. But she's just like... <laughs> she hates him. I hate him, too. I, I honestly... I was on her side. Malagor is released and revealed to be a giant lava monster, which repulses Divatox. I actually... I love her face here when she sees him. She's like... Uh. Oh, no. My plan was good, but he's hideous. <laughs> The other guy, like the blue guy's like, talk to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Rangers show off their new weapons to fight Malagor and lead the fight outside in order to use their Zords. Malagor obviously makes himself huge, so the Rangers initiate the Turbo Megazords. The individual cars first grow 10 times larger and <laughs> then combine. I, I love you see the car driving. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Megazord, which looks nothing like the individual Zords, Fight Malagar and knock him off a cliff, cueing a big explosion. The Megazord picks up Kimberly, Jason, Bulk Skull, Larago, and his family and taking them to safety. So when I was a kid, I remember seeing this and thinking, I was smart enough to know the Megazords are like 
200 feet tall usually. Yeah. Like they take up like 10, 12 stories, right? But a car is pretty small. And five cars put together is not about to be that tall. That's why the car has turned giant. Exactly. And in my entire life, I've been, you know, I've, I've never seen this movie, but I've always <laughs> you wanted to. thought it was to. a little car. I was like, how does this add up? Why is this the smallest Megazord of all time? <laughs> and again, maybe it's because it is based on a fucking parody that like the cars individually first have to grow 10 times. They have to grow and then like break apart. I think the, the pink car like literally breaks apart, right? It becomes like one of the arms. Something like that, yeah. yeah. You liked the transformation? I liked it. Yeah. I thought it like it looked cool seeing all the pieces just kind of like go together and stuff. And I thought the Zord looked really cool. And then it turned into like the other Zord real quick. I'm like, yes. oh, it, now it doesn't look that good. Yeah, I think that's my problem is that they worked really hard on getting all of the mechanics to fit together. And yeah. that was super cool. And it made me want the toy right. really badly. Because I'm like, I've always wanted this toy. I wanted all the cars to come together. I literally had this toy and I loved it. I'm going to find it on eBay. Uh, <laughs> I wanted all the pieces to fit together and turn into the Megazord. And it starts doing that. I'm like, yes, this is what I want. And then it goes poof. And it turns into a guy in a suit that looks nothing like what they were doing prior. Here's the thing, though. What it was turning into looked really cool. Yes. When it poofed to the guy in the suit, I'm just like, oh, I'm disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> It's very off-putting. They should have made the guy like, the suit it look like this better. badass mech. Yeah. And then it's like, that's clearly like a skinny man in a suit. He got much <laughs> skinnier, didn't he? Yeah. They should have just made his costume a little bit more tangible and metallic like, looking. Yeah. Just, and you don't have to, again, they're not going to do CGI this time, but just no, build a better costume. It still looked better than the Megazord and Mighty Morphin Maybe, but movie. just do a better costume is all I'm saying. Yeah. So you don't have to like transition to a guy in a foam suit because it looks like foam. Well, I think that might have just been the Sentai suit. No, of course. Yeah. A hundred percent. But the effects they did building it, that looks <laughs> so much better. Then don't tease me with an amazing effect. Yep. Because <laughs> that... you, you even see the Zord like rise yes. up and you're like, that looks cool as fuck. And then now it's a guy. And yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the Malagor's suit, though. That was pretty cool looking. Yeah, it was pretty run-of-the-mill Power Rangers, but yeah, it was yeah. cool. You know what, though? A little bit of CGI. It's like little mandibles kind of open yeah, stuff. That yeah, was like pretty th- cool. Like three yeah. of them? He looked cool. Uh, they reused that like model of character in, in space for a character named really? Dark Spectre. There you go. <laughs> Tommy, Adam, and Jason all participate in the martial arts tournament with Rocky watching on from outside the ropes. Also in attendance are the rest of the Rangers, Justin, his whole class, seemingly all of Angel Grove, and a cameo appearance from Ernie. The three Rangers win. This martial arts tournament seemed weird because it looked like a free-for-all. It was. It was three individual matches happening simultaneously. Is that a thing that normally... Does anybody with experience in martial arts tournaments know if that's a thing? I have no idea. Because it it just seemed weird to me. I... Guys in the I'm, chat. I'm thinking you, more yeah. like Karate Kid, where it's like single matches. Sure, yeah. But this was like everybody's in a ring, just kicking the shit out of each other. I mean, I think it's for like it was like a Royal effect. Rumble. Yeah, it was like for the effect of like. <laughs> it, it was a fine scene. An exciting it, it, scene. It was exciting. Kids. Yeah. Especially when Adam won. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He was great. There you go. <laughs> Love Adam. Uh, and then they win twenty five thousand dollars for the shelter, and I the kinda... check was already made. <laughs> Did you notice that it was already like paid to the order of? Well, I mean, they had a backup to, one that they. You, you have to pay to make those checks, though. 
No, they'll just burn the other one <laughs> so it doesn't get cashed. You don't cash the big check, though. No, but like it's, it's just, just like, a prop. Yeah, don't those cost money to create? Yeah, but it's like, you know, like for like the Super Bowl and stuff. Oh, where they have like, they make the merchandise for both teams and then, yeah. It's kind of cool having Jason for that scene. Like he came back to do karate, he, you know? Yeah, and he like, he filled in for Rocky. Yeah. What a pal. What a pal. And Rocky will probably never do martial arts again. <laughs> no, because he's gravely injured because they wouldn't get Larago to fix him up. <laughs> Unless if maybe that happened afterwards. Uh, there's some additional scenes during the credits that... Sh- okay. Yeah. yeah. During the credits, we see Bulk and Skull trying to pilot the Megasword on the way home. <laughs> and the team saying goodbye to Larago. Honestly, I, I kind of like those little scenes because that's very much like what they did on the show where they'd have like additional scenes. During the credits, they, I think they should have been in the movie. I think some of that would have been fun to see at, at the end. Probably it was. It was probably scenes that they cut, and they're like, "Let's put it in here in well, a montage." I mean, if this was made today, they would have made them because of Marvel post credit scenes, actual post credit scenes where we can actually like see the scene, listen to it, not like a montage. Yeah, you know, it being a montage though, like with like the song that was playing during the credits, which I, I actually really like that song. <laughs> Something about it felt very good it was feel good i don't know okay that's the movie that's the movie that's it that's all we got (laughs) it's a it's a messy movie for sure uh analysis yeah so what do you think overall thoughts here here's the thing i still do love this movie i also do recognize though that it's probably the worst power rangers movie out of these three out of of these three yeah but it's the one that I've also gone back to the most and rewatched, though. Like, I have a good time every time I watch it, despite all the flaws. It's also the only one that's in continuity, which is wild, because this is the one yeah. that does the most weird shit. Uh, and again, you, you could watch the first one as an alternate to, like, the four-episode arc, really, if you wanted to. You might have to do some mental gymnastics yeah. to make it fit, but yeah. I mean, this the whole fucking show is nothing but mental gymnastics, <laughs> which is kind of my point. Like, right? It does I, feel I, like a comic book movie. I, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. okay with this. I think simply because I had been super primed because I'd been watching a ton of Power Rangers before I put this on. So you you know how it goes. Yeah, huh. I watched an episode where they made a monster who's like a traffic light monster, <laughs> uh, and and he would hit you with a beam. So if he hit you with a green beam. You couldn't stop moving, and so he hits Trini with a with a green beam, and she just starts running. She's like, "I can't stop running," and she just runs away from the fight. <laughs> Meanwhile, he uses the red beam on like three other rangers, and they're frozen in place. And it's down to one ranger to fucking Power figure Rangers this has out. always done like silly, crazy shit like this. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> but when he, I think my problem with this movie, I think it's cardinal sin. Is that it's not, not explaining f- the Zeo powers disappearing. All right, sure. It's just not fun enough. Like, really? You don't think it's fun? I don't think it's enough fun. Okay, okay. I think, unlike that episode with the fucking traffic light monster, <laughs> that was fun. It was ridiculous. But it was. I can't stop. Running. It was so funny, though. It was she so just funny. Leaves the fight. She's just like, bye. And they're like, where are you going? She's like, I can't stop. She spends the whole episode running, by the way. It comes down to her, and I forget which other ranger. She has to, like, go get this flower to, like, cure them. Sound familiar? They did it in Avatar. Uh, So she's, like, running the entire time. She runs up a mountain, grabs the flower, runs back, and then cures everybody while someone else fights the traffic light monster. And most of them are just, like, sitting still, right? 
Yes. Yeah. They're frozen for the whole episode. <laughs> but they can talk. But they're like, we can't move. <laughs> and stuff like that isn't even intended to be funny. It's just... I think it's 100% intended to be funny. There is a scene, though, in like the, the Green Ranger arc when he's evil. It's definitely unintentionally funny. It's when he infiltrates the Megazord. Like, he just pops up in there and he goes... Like, something, something, the power of Rita. And then he punches Trini in the face and she fucking goes flying. <laughs> oh, in that same episode, Trini. So, you know, when they turn into like, uh, like the big monsters yeah. and the Megazord has to fight them. Trini is like still on this guy's head. <laughs> and so they keep on cutting to like the guy in the suit with a tiny little like Trini doll like stitched onto his head <laughs> and it, and she's just like being flapped around a lot. Oh. It's pure utter chaos and nonsense, but like it's fun though. It is and fun. I think this movie lacks some of that fun. I think this movie tried to do a little bit too much serious things. Oh yeah. Uh, the opposite. I think it's trying to do too many pandering to small children. I don't know. Cause it, th- we had the whole hostage situation. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, okay. Yeah, we yeah, had yeah. Lara go being like hunted through the woods with like, <laughs> <laughs> like archers with bows <laughs> i think if you had picked a demographic and stuck with it it would have worked and i think okay. going for like the big kids would have been smarter because if you were like me, you already had the boobs yeah but like these bigger kids are starting to fall off of power Rangers. they want to bring them back like maybe have think, the franchise age at least a little bit with them a little bit yeah I think if you had kind of tailored it like the first movie did, where the first movie was not silly at all. I mean, it was a little it was silly. a little silly, but like but not. It wasn't like super campy or anything. Right. I think Th- this had, one's pretty campy. It, the yes. Yeah. If you had done that, I think that would have struck a balance. Okay. Whereas this was, like you said, some parts are like really serious and kind of adult, and some other parts are like pandering to very small children, mm-hmm. like an almost like an educational TV show would. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think characters like Elgar with a stupid fucking face. He does a fart <laughs> joke also. I don't know if you remember that one. Um, Horrible. It's, I like I, Elgar. It's not even a good fart joke. He just farts. That's it. That's the joke. <laughs> he just farts. He's just gross. <laughs> that's the whole joke. And that's why she killed him. Um, And then you're inserting, a, you know, like this point of view small child into the Power Rangers. Right. It's just it's a bit it's, too, it's a lot to juggle. It's a bit too much. I think if they had just kind of focused on one demographic and kept it tonally balanced, mm-hmm. I think this could have worked a lot better. Okay. And those silly elements might have been a lot more fun in that I guess perspective, if that makes yeah. any sense. I will say there's a lot of parts of this movie that feel like almost fever dreamish. Oh, like all of it. <laughs> it's like a Power Rangers fever dream movie. And it's the movie that's canon. Like, you have an alien just casually coming from another planet. It's like, hey, I need help. And I, Again, he shouldn't have been a troll doll. Just make him any other alien I, I didn't have an issue with Larago's design. Just if he had made him... What if he looked like Greedo or something? Just like an alien. I don't know. Like a humanoid-looking alien, not a big old troll. I was fine with the way he looked. I don't know. They bit off more than they could chew with the puppetry. That I could probably agree with. Story-wise, let's get into this. Too many elements. It's video gamey. It's hard to keep up with. There's a lot of words and names. I don't know. This isn't Game of Thrones. It's fucking Power Rangers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Story's pretty messy. Story's it's probably the weak point with this movie. Over convoluted. Just cut some of those elements out. Yeah. Drag it out a little bit so it's less rushed. And explore your characters more. There seems to have been a whole Justin subplot. 
the show might dive into that more because this is also like a pilot episode right kind of. but also retroactively the show did that because the movie did Didn't, not yeah right they cut that stuff out my dad's missing and i'm an orphan that's but why story, i'm right? like i just need more details like <laughs> why did your dad leave you here like you're 11 what are you doing i almost asked where do you live he clearly lives at the orphanage yeah Sorry, That's the, weird. the shelter. It, they call it the shelter. Right, but it's an orphanage. <laughs> um, cinematography. I, I think this movie looks. I don't know. I think the movie looks it kinda, totally fine. It looks like a cross between like a real movie and like a like a fancy TV episode. Oh, I think that's exactly what this was. No, 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 sure. But I'm saying <laughs> this was this came out in theaters. It had like a, it had right. a big enough budget. It could have looked a little bit better. Um, it was like a slightly higher budget TV episode. It starts out really strong, though, in the boxing ring and they're fighting. The way those... The, the camera works good. Yeah, yeah. The way the camera moves very kinetically, I felt like, oh, I'm in a movie now. Yeah. It gave me that same sense of the first movie where I'm used to the Power Rangers in a very two-dimensional flat yeah. TV screen. There was, I feel like there was definitely a lot more work put into the first movie than this one, though. Oh, for sure. First of all. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> But a little bit of credit here is is at least there were parts that felt more cinematic. Yeah. There was a lot more movement. Um, I mean, even, there was effort there, yeah. Yeah, even watching some of the uh, older episodes, you get a lot of very two-dimensional kind of flatness. And I don't mean that like in the camera. I mean like in the blocking of uh, all the actors and stuff. Like they're like standing in like a line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know how like uh, Scooby-Doo is a very two-dimensional cartoon? Yeah. They're only moving left to right. There's never any depth to Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of how it felt like. Okay. It's like the TV show. Yeah. Whereas this felt like 3D space. It felt like a movie. There's depth to it. They're yeah. moving forward and backwards. <laughs> like the camera's moving around. They're not on like a very flat set. You yeah. Know? They're on location. That kind of stuff uh, you can actually, appreciate. quite a bit of this movie felt... Did they do a lot of this movie on location? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, not a lot of it felt like a set no, yeah, at sure. all. I think... Maybe uh, like the, the lava room. That's about it. That was a set. And, no, the, and the command center. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think they recycled that command center because it was a slight upgrade from the Zio. And then yeah. that got put into the TV show, which is good. Again, that's just staying within continuity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Acting. I don't love Diva Tox's character. I thought she was way too whiny. And now I'm starting to make sense of her name. She's a big diva. Right. Diva Tox. She's a toxic diva. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like her character. I thought she was very entertaining. Like her mannerisms and stuff. I don't know. Something. There was just something about it. I was like, this is. I like this. I don't know. I'm just kind of comparing her to like Ivan News, who just shows up and he steals the show. You know what I mean? I mean, well, that's an unfair comparison because he's like a real actor. He, yeah. He's like. <laughs> he was like a theater guy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you love the music in this. I do. I like the music in most Power Rangers stuff, though. There's just. Yeah. It's like kind of corny, but still kind of badass, like rock slash metal. Yeah. You know what I always think about? I always think about the Zeo theme because it was the Mighty Morphin theme, but then they were snuck in. Go Zeo. Yeah, they made it, it epic. It was one of those things where it's like, you know, those TikToks were like. They made it like hair metal-y almost. Yeah. You know, those TikToks were like, there's they've got a band and like it's one guy playing every oh, part. Oh, it was like when they when they made the song. Yeah, and they do like, <laughs> and then like the soloist comes in from the back room, and they're and like, "Oh my like, god!" Oh. Yeah, yeah like, I, no, I I love that guy. That's the guy who did the Zio line <laughs> over the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme. Here's you the know? thing: that even like the when they go go Zio, even instrumental, that's cool. It's like do do do. 
It's like it worked really, really. It's well. very cool sounding. Yeah, I think I'm gonna watch Zio uh, next. <laughs> I like the turbo theme too. I thought the turbo theme's pretty cool. It was fine. It was good. Yeah, yeah. it's a little um, on the nose. <laughs> we quite like the costumes, but yeah, for being TV costumes, they they look like right. well, some of the best quality TV costumes we had seen up until yes, this point. Because I think right? they literally just use the TV costumes for this. I don't know. The helmets look nicer in this. That could just be because they use very, nicer cameras. It was very shiny. Yeah. yeah. They might have just made new ones because they have a budget. Right? True. Why not use it in the series? Unless they film the series first. I just really love all the chrome pieces. I think that's so cool. It's very, very vehicle-like. Yeah. yeah. You know what we didn't mention last time? The uh, power coins on the chest. Oh, that they were like there? Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that? That in the TV shows, they never had the power coins on the chest. No, it was just like spandex. Right. Yeah. It was the toys and the coloring books and the lunch boxes. All of the merchandising, they had the power they coins on the chest. did. And so they worked oh, that in. Oh, man. Yeah, they worked. And, and that was always like a mystery to me. Why? It's like a Mandela effect type thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I was very conscious of this because I was very, I was very detail oriented as a kid that I would watch the show. They don't have the power coins on the chest. Yeah. And then I do the coloring books and the action figures and they all have. I had the action the coins figures on the thing. Like the transforming heads. Yes. Like I had the that. heads yep. would like go down yeah, and yeah. the helmet would come up. I had that one. Those did have the power coins on the chest. Yeah. You'd like push it in. So then they worked it into the movie, and it's retro- it, lo- it looks cool. It, it looks fine. Yeah, it looks yeah. good. Are you ready to move on to keep or cancel? Yes. Okay, so we're gonna do. I want to do two people: Austin St. John and Amy Jo Johnson. Let's do Austin St. John first. Oh, he had a little bit of a controversy recently. Yeah. So <laughs> we mentioned it earlier. If you just skipped all the way here, but. Austin St. John, most famous for playing Jason, the Red Ranger, and his real name is actually Jason. I didn't know his real name was Jason, though. I always thought he was just Austin St. John. Yeah, I learned that today. Huh. Uh, Jason Lawrence Geiger. What a what a name. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> 1974. He's 48 years old, uh, professionally known as Austin St. John. His first acting role, and obvious... Um, is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, when he landed the role at 19. Okay. And as soon as he gets it, he wants to take on a stage name. He came up with Austin St. John from the $6 million man. The main character's name is Steve Austin. Steve Austin. Austin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And St. John being a name of his own choosing. Uh, you know what, though? For a 19-year-old coming up with like... That's not a bad name, actually. It's not bad. Not only did I... Think it was real? I thought it was pretty cool sounding. I thought it was pretty badass. I'm Austin St. John. Austin St. John. That's a good name. It is. All right. Good job, Jason. Good job. It's better than Jason Geiger. Yeah, that that's... Mm. Just makes me think of like, you know, the Geiger meter, which is a... Like Geiger counters? Or Ge- like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Radiation? And, right. They measure radioactive material. Like, that's not fun. Oh. <laughs> Austin St. John, that's way more fun. Sorry to anyone whose last name is Geiger. Oh. <laughs> Real quick through his filmography, it's not a lot. It is. I think it's mostly Power mostly Rangers Power stuff. Rangers. Yeah. yeah, he did Power Rangers from ninety three to ninety four. Seventy nine episodes as Jason Lee Scott. He left halfway through season two, replaced by Rocky. At the same time, it was because of as money, Zach and right? Trini. Yes, he and the cast were trying to mini unionized because they weren't part of the SAG union. No. Yeah, like so they were Power getting... Ranger projects were like. Not union projects at all. No, so they're getting fucked, right? Yeah. And so they tried to like get all six rangers on the same page so that they could 
you know, do a collective bargaining against like they can't the replace show. us all like that exactly. mentality. But what ended up happening is that uh, I mean, I, I don't know all the actors' names. So like Jason David Frank, Amy Jo Johnson, and oh, I do actually, and David Yost. <laughs> oh, um, I do know the names. <laughs> they all kind of broke off, and they they're like eh. they didn't do that, so they He's stayed like, you behind. Know what? Maybe yeah. I want to keep doing this, <laughs> right? Which is probably smart. They had longer careers. They did, and yeah, you're right. <laughs> We'll talk about Amy Jo Johnson, but she's still in the industry. Um, she's directing she's stuff now. Directing, yeah, she's a director. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why Austin St. John, the guy who plays Zach, and the guy and the and the girl who plays Trini, again, their names I don't have written down here. Um, they ended up leaving and getting replaced. Okay. I think the guy that played Zach is Walter Jones. Trini I don't know how to pronounce her name. I know how to spell it. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> there, there's a way to pronounce. It's not pronounced the way you would think. Uh, so he comes back, obviously, two years later for Power Rangers Zio. We've talked about that. Uh, he was in a TV movie called Expose, and then came back a few years after that for Power Rangers Wild Force as a guest star in Forever Red. Oh yeah. Also, her name was Twee Trang. Okay. That Forever Red episode, I didn't realize was that old. That's from 2002. There have been 20 years since that happened. There have been 20 more Red Rangers. At least. <laughs> um, yeah. And the thing is, at the time, like that episode was a huge deal. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Because, yeah, Tommy came back for that one, too. Even in that episode, they're like, oh, man, that's the legendary Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had like nine years of Power Rangers. Yeah, you, you already point. had a yeah. pretty decent roster there. Comes back one more time in 2020 for Power Rangers Beast Morphers. Oh, so fair, fairly recent. Yeah. In an episode called Grid Connection. I've seen that all over the YouTubes. People talk about that episode a lot. Yeah. yeah. I watched that scene. I thought it was kind of cringy, but uh, <laughs> there, you, there you have it. I think a lot of the newer Power Rangers stuff is kind of cringy. You know what? I'm in. I'm. I'm deep in it now. I might as well keep going. There's, there's so many Power Rangers YouTube videos, and they're all full of information. Oh yeah, a lot of my information came from the Sixth Ranger. He's one of the best ones. Yeah. yeah. So if you look, if shout you, out, shout out. <laughs> if if you need some Power Ranger lore background, go to him. Yeah. There's another channel I found, but it's like it's weird. It feels like it's just like an AI reading a script. That's not fun. <laughs> no, it's a little weird. Yeah. He voiced Jason. In the Power Rangers Battle for the Grid video game, 2019. Oh, that's pretty cool. That game's good. Do you have that game? I do. It plays a lot like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, okay, cool. It's probably the best Power Rangers game. It's got a lot of Power Rangers in them. Yeah, decent amount. Nice. For movies, not a whole lot. handful of movies. Mostly just a Power Ranger guy. Mostly either unreleased or short films. Very low-budget stuff. Not a real serious actor. He does have a couple other ventures. Uh, he ha- he is a proficient martial artist. Uh, he has a second degree black belt in Taekwondo, a first degree black belt in Judo, and a first degree black belt in Kenpo. That's actually um, pretty impressive. Well, he was already a martial artist when right. he got the role. But three black belts in three different disciplines. Like, I don't yeah. know, something about that's just very like impressive to me. For sure. And then there is a uh, quote unquote beef with... Uh, uh, Jason he, David he had, uh, Frank. He had some beef with Jason David Frank, but I, I don't think it was that serious. Yes. So here's the thing: I did extensive research on like, this. Like beef. It wasn't like fans blew it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that interesting. Apparently, they just didn't get along, and which that's is, it. Which happens. Which is normal. Did you know the two myth main MythBusters did not like each other at all? 
That seems more serious than this. Jamie Heineman and, uh, and the other Adam guy. Savage. Yeah. Yeah. We're not friends. I think I'm on Team Adam. He's cool. Yeah. Uh, Jamie was the one that was apparently like the sourpuss. Yeah. Which it comes off in the show, too. He's very, like, serious. My, I, I did a bit of a deep dive. I watched a ton of interviews from both of these guys. And my main takeaway is it's not a big deal. No, I don't think they disliked each other. They just didn't get along. They just didn't get along. Uh, so when Jason David Frank passed, like, Austin posted something recently that felt very, like, genuine. Of course, he even, yeah. He even mentions, like, yeah, we didn't always get along, but, like, you know, we'll always be... Yeah. Yeah. And, and watching interviews, it seemed like um, Jason... Sorry. They're both named Jason, so it's confusing. Austin St. John. It yeah. seemed like he's just not that open. Like, it seemed like he's just going to be more diplomatic in his answers. Yeah. Whereas Jason David Frank... He was much more frank. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jason David Frank seems a little less mature. He seems like the guy, say, you know, you graduate high school, you leave town, you go back, you go down to the pool hall, and there he is. He hasn't moved. Reminiscing. Yeah. yeah. He's got a bunch of tattoos. Yeah. Uh, he's like half drunk. That's the impression I always got of Jason David Frank. Now, he seems to be a super good guy. Right. He just kind of seems to be that kind of like guy. He, well, Jason David Frank was very much into like just his Power Rangers thing. Like that was, I mean, he made his career out of it. So he very openly was like, yeah, like we didn't get along. He called Austin St. John like a one upper. Like he he just seemed very <laughs> disingenuous about like martial arts and stuff, which kind of annoyed Jason David Frank. Apparently, like he was also very serious about martial arts. Right. Um, he <laughs> oh, just, this is like some like Cobra Kai beef. He just yeah, he just <laughs> thought like Austin was like a liar and like full of himself and annoying. So he just he had an impression of him. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of like I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'd get that. Like I don't like I, disingenuous yeah, people no, either. I've, I've met people like that. Yeah, like, sure. It, they exist. I don't think I don't hate them. Of course. And I don't no. think they hated each other either. And no. apparently like they did some light trash talking, but they're also like in cons. Like why not? They'll go to the same con, yeah. They never like had altercations or anything like that. No. Just, <laughs> they were fine. So, um, I don't know. I thought that was worth mentioning. It's Yeah, it's whatever, I guess. Yeah. Um, what I do want to talk about, though, real quick. Oh, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> In May 2022, he was indicted on federal fraud charges related to the CARES Act. He allegedly conspired in a $3.5 million scheme to create businesses or use an existing business to submit applications to fraudulently obtain Paycheck Protection Program funding, PPP. Ooh. PPP frauds are kind of, they're not common, but you hear a lot about them because around COVID time, you know, they've become common. Yeah. So PPP yeah. is a program to like, it's paycheck protection. So like people that lost jobs, right. their employers, this is classic trickle down economics. Their employers were given to disperse to their employees. Right. And you're putting a lot of trust in these employers, right? <laughs> to actually give the money to, exactly. or the full amount of money to these employees. Right. That's the thing, the full and, amount. And to not like make up a company. Sure. Yeah. Like fudge the numbers a little bit, right? Wh which I'm pretty sure a lot of people did. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, man. It doesn't sit well with me when you're like stealing money. If you are stealing money from like Amazon or like Facebook, like evil companies. That have billions of dollars, I'd be like, yeah, fuck them. But like, that's like a money that's meant to go to people that need help. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fucked. Like, if you're doing a Robin Hood crime, amazing, good for you. But like, I don't know, dude. You're stealing money that belongs to, it, or it's intended to be for people so that the economy doesn't completely tank because of COVID. 
right? And because a lot right. of people lost their jobs or were furloughed. Money needs to keep circulating. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's fucked. <laughs> Did anything else ever come of that, though? Because I remember it's still he, like, going, he like, released a statement on it or something. So, yeah. Prosecutors say participants in the conspiracy would file false supporting documentation and misrepresent key details. Blah, 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 blah. Since the incident. Because he's still going around doing cons and stuff. He could face up to 20 years in prison. So since the incident, St. John agreed to be put on probation and his movements were restricted within the home state of Texas. However, as his occupation requires him to travel across the country, the court granted him permission to do so under legal supervision uh, within his submitted itinerary, which included previously scheduled convention appearances. Okay. So he is being surveilled as he travels for these to things. To make sure he's not doing sketchy shit. he's... I guess technically like under arrest. <laughs> technically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, up until like, I guess the trial or whatever. So that fucking sucks. That's shitty as hell. Yeah. And fuck. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and cancel. No, it, that's not good. And the thing is, is like the whole Austin St. John versus David, Jason David Frank thing. Like I said, I see Jason David Frank and I'm like, like, I get who he is. I get that he's, he's like always a little bit dramatic too. He's dramatic yeah. and he's kind of immature and he's kind of like that guy in the pool hall. Like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time, I kind of believe him. Right. That like Austin may come off as nicer on the outside, but kind of as a piece of he's shit. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> he's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> and now that he's stealing millions of dollars, I okay, yeah, you are kind of a piece of shit. So <laughs> I'm cancel. Uh, I'm in the same boat. As much as I enjoy his work, which seems to be limited to Power Rangers mostly anyway. I love right. the character of Jason Scott. <laughs> but, you know, Austin, that's not cool, dude. No. Bad. <laughs> Cancel. Next, Amy Jo Johnson. Kimberly. Oh, I love her. I hope she didn't do anything bad. I don't think so. <laughs> just one of my favorite people growing up. Like, she's just... Kimberly yeah, she, now Hart. she looks like a hot mom. Look at her. Yep. Born 1970 makes her one of the oldest Power Rangers, even though she looked like the youngest. She's one of the oldest Power Rangers, like, currently still i guess ever yeah when you think about it yeah unless um, somebody older got cast in a later season but i don't think that happened yeah she was born in 1970 making her 52 currently uh she was four years older than austin st john wow well i mean she's still four years older than <laughs> she was four years older now <laughs> that's never gonna change <laughs> study gymnastics yeah so they they, well, they incorporated got, that into her character they got gymnasts and martial artists for yeah. power rangers her first breakthrough uh, role came a month after she moved to Los Angeles when she selected to portray Kimberly Hart, the Pink Ranger. Thank God she did. Holy shit. <laughs> the show brought her a little financial security and she and others were only paid $600 a week. Ooh, that's bad. Uh, which included, <laughs> That's really bad. Which included stunt work and public appearances. Yeah, it is really bad. Ooh, they got... Okay, I see why the others yeah. wanted to like... Get a little bit more for their work. None of the cast received any royalty payments and reruns of the episodes they appeared in. Oh, that sucks so much. They got ripped off. Yeah. I'm surprised they still like support the franchise because they got like burned at the beginning. She faced multiple instances of danger of physical harm while filming Mighty Morphin Power Rangers at the movie. She was almost set on fire during a stunt. And during Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, she was almost electrocuted. What? Ultimately made the decision to leave the show in 1995. Passing the role of the Pink Ranger to Australian actress Catherine Sutherland. Um, In an interview, she jokingly stated that having been the Pink Ranger was something she would never live down. In later years, Johnson stated 
that becoming famous from the show was at times overwhelming and had given her nightmares. Oh shit. Uh, it is a it is a crazy bit of fame to just get. Well, also they were into, probably like the poorest famous yeah. people ever. Yeah, that's got to be weird on its on its own. But she's overall grateful to the show and her fans. Okay, along with co-star Jason David Frank, she made a cameo appearance in 2017 Power Rangers. Yes, here's a famous picture of her from the year 2000 holding a Game Boy Color. Holy shit! You've seen this picture before? Yep. Yeah, it's been it's circulated as like <laughs> here's something from the 90s. <laughs> She's adorable. She went on to be in Disney Channel Susie Q and Saved by the Bell, the new class. Okay. She was in one episode. (laughs) (laughs) I think she's done quite a bit more than most other Rangers have. Yeah, she has a huge filmography. I think she might be one of the most successful Power Rangers. Movies, other than uh, Power Rangers and Turbo, she's in a movie called Without Limits, Cold Hearts. Interstate 60, Islander, Tiger Eyes, uh, A Space Between. I this haven't the one, seen any of these. Sorry, this is the one that she directed, A Space Between. Oh, okay. It's a Canadian movie. Currently a director, mostly a director, right? Yeah, so TV, Felicity. She was the main cast in Felicity. Oh. Julie Emmerich. Okay. I've heard of Felicity, but I don't. I know nothing. I've heard of it. I've never watched it. Never really watched it. Yeah, starring Carrie Russell. Um, I know she starred in like another show where she was like a cop or something. She was in ER for an episode, Spin City for an episode, The Division regularly. Was it the show I'm thinking about? Police procedural drama. Yep. Yep. Okay. All women cast. Oh, yep. Yeah. yeah. She's in a lot of stuff, but it's like nothing that I've watched. She was a main cast in Flashpoint. Not the Flash. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Directing episodes of Superman and Lois. She is currently that, doing that. Yeah, 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 I saw that on on Instagram. My dad likes that show. I have not given it a chance. My dad also likes that guy as Superman, though. Wasn't it Tyler Tyler Hawkins or something? Hawklin, something like that. <laughs> uh, she had a brief music career too. Singer-songwriter released three albums in 2001, 2005, and 2013. I don't think her uh, musical career is very successful, though. Okay, but three albums. It's three albums. That's true. That's more than I have. That's three more than either of us put together. <laughs> there's a movie, and I can't remember what movie it is, but it's a movie that I had seen a million times, and there's an extra in the movie that I always thought was Amy Jo Johnson. But it's not? Apparently it's not, because I ended up looking it up. And I don't remember what movie it is, but I had seen it so many times, and every time I'd pause it, I'm like, "That's is it her." Possibly like an uncredited appearance. I mean, I, it's like an extra, though. Or do you think it's like like the, none of the this... Guardian situation, with Mark Hamill? Yeah, <laughs> it's some, like that guy know, looks right. just like Mark Hamill. It was like that, but like, it's it not lo- him. It looked like her. Okay. But like none of that stuff goes undiscovered anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that would be on her on her filmography if it was her. True. Yeah, it looks like she was not involved with any weird controversies. <laughs> She's not stealing money from the government. She's a from... dual citizen of the United States and Canada. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. Good for her. Yeah. Keep. Keep her. She's her. awesome. I'm very happy that uh, I don't have to cancel the biggest childhood crush I've ever had. <laughs> Same. And God damn it, does she look hot in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, let's wrap this up. Birdo, Into the Phantom Zone, Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. What what will you say? I'm going to say no. Okay. Like, don't put this in the Phantom Zone. It's messy, sure. It's got flaws. Um, 
But I think overall it's I know you said it wasn't fun enough. I think it was a pretty fun movie. I I like the characters. I think it was a good introduction to this. As far as pilots go, this is a really good pilot. A lot of the pilot movies we've gone through have been kind of eh. Okay. <laughs> but like this I'm... one, I don't know. I like it. It might be the worst Power Ranger movie quality-wise, story-wise. But I don't know, there's something about this movie that I cannot bring myself to banish. I I think I'm I'm still stuck on like I guess my opinion from when I was a kid and I hadn't seen this movie. I like the aesthetic. I like the cars. Right. I like the the, the chrome accents on the helmets, that kind of thing. It's cool. I mean, stuff look at this poster. It's a great. No, it's a poster. cool ass poster. Yeah. Yeah. I think, however, like as a basic litmus test, it's not better than your average Power Rangers TV episode. And I think that's <laughs> what my problem is. It's got a much bigger production value. You know, this is a movie. Yeah. It's got a much bigger budget. But is it? more exciting is it more fun is it better than just like your average couple episodes of of tv i kind of don't think so i think it feels a lot like this could have been a tv movie like one of the we're gonna package six episodes into one movie or whatever that's kind of how i feel i don't think it's fun enough it doesn't make enough sense it's not silly enough for it to be like funny it's just, it's just it kind of like boring. middle of the road for yeah, you. Yeah, it's just too middle of the road. No pun intended. No, <laughs> either be more serious, get rid of the kid. I don't know. So, something just, had to change. I don't know. It's all things I said earlier. Like, <laughs> go back. There's too many kitty elements, or there's not enough. It's one or the other. Do you know what I mean? Pick a lane. Yes. Thank you again. Great puns. Great puns from you today. You're out outstanding job, bro. And the thing is, I hate puns. <laughs> there, I mean, there's stuff I enjoyed. There's boobs, I guess. The and you know what? These actors, they have so much experience with Power Rangers at this point. They have the chemistry. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they were solid. We didn't really talk about them as much, and I like seeing that. I like that these guys just don't miss a beat. No, like acting. Not even an issue in this movie for no. me at all. I mean, they're not like great actors or anything, but like no, they're but they're not terrible they, either. You like, know what? They understand the assignment. Yeah, they go out there, they, they hey, do the job well done. Yeah, be Power Rangers. Yeah. All right, we can do that. I'm gonna s- probably say banish because the, he, oh, here's the that thing. Hurts of, my heart. Okay, well, here's the thing though. <laughs> unless if you're primed for this, unless if you have like early like some nine, sort of connection, it, it, unless if you have '90s Power Rangers nostalgia or you do what I did, and you just watch a shit ton of this old stuff. Yeah, you binge it before you go in. I don't think this works. Taken out of that context in a vacuum, well, it doesn't think that help works. that this story also doesn't really work out of context if you don't know what the fuck happened in Zio. I mean, kinda. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a partial for me. Like, it's got like a foot in. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if I ever saw this on TV, I would stop and watch it. I would. I think you'd do that for most things. No. Okay. Guys, so that's it for us. Birdo, what are we doing next? Drum roll. <laughs> uh, no, you're very excited. Power Rangers. 2017. 2017. Yeah. yeah, the one that I feel like not enough people watched. No, because they're not making a sequel. They're, they're doing something else. Yeah, and I will talk about it, but I think it deserved the sequel. They should have done six of those, and they could have by now. They could have done at least done two. We could have been on the third Power Rangers movie. 
Hell yeah. They're all like in college. And everything or... would have been established already. Yeah. But th- here's the thing. I think the people from that movie, like half of them are way too famous now. They're too famous and they're old. <laughs> yeah. Like they were already kind of old. Like I know like uh, the Australian guy who plays Jason, like he was already too old to, to be a high schooler, but like he, he barely he, pulled he it off. He looked like, like he could be a senior. Ugh, I don't know about that, but he played a younger high schooler in Stranger Things. I guess that's true. <laughs> he looked softer in Stranger Things, though, which is weird. Like his face looked softer. He looked younger in Stranger Things, which is crazy because that was afterwards. I know. <laughs> or like the, or is the he same. aging in reverse? <laughs> yeah, he, he, Benjamin him, Button uh, and then uh, Becky G's like a famous. She was famous then too. Though. I think she's more famous now, though. Really. More famous than she was. I never hear anyone talk about Becky G. Not even in Spanish? No. Guys, that's it for us. We're (laughs) going to be back next time with 2017 Power Rangers. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you to that piano dude for a musical intro. Guys, make sure you leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you are listening to us. It will surely help a lot, and I would really appreciate it. Please tell a friend, and thank you so much if you told a friend if you haven't told a friend about Films on the Phantom Zone, then what the hell I'm, are you doing? I'm not thanking you explicitly. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, you're okay. Uh, if, if you made it this far, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, if you made it to the end of the episode, I mean, hey, thanks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you can support the show on Patreon, where you will have access to our second podcast. We have a second podcast. It's not this one. It's a second one. Birdo, what is our second podcast? Where's Mephisto? Where we look for Mephisto and... Usually current streaming television. Right now, there's nothing big currently streaming. Like, we're talking big, like, usually, like, nerdy-related and- stuff. Yeah, we did like, Andor, though. We did Andor. Uh, Bad Batch is streaming, but you're not caught up on the animated Star Wars universe. Nope. Well, we did an episode where we are just kind of talking about, we're looking for Mephisto wherever we can find him. Right. right. So, what are we doing in, in life? What are we watching? What are we reading? Yeah, what are we that kind of thing. Playing. Yeah. So that's on our Patreon. You can get there as low as three dollars a month, and uh, you'd be really helping us out, paying for the lights, the microphones, etc. Yeah. Oh, um, we also have blooper episodes that out, we outtakes. Outtakes, same thing. It's not because outtakes. <laughs> we're not having bloopers. It's like things that it's like conversations that like don't make it in the show. Okay, all right. Yeah, right. so they're out anyway. Outtakes There's bloopers from, mixed in there. I'm sure bloopers are like. Uh, anyway guys that's just linked below um, on our link tree go in there you can you can check it out download the Patreon app listen to films or sorry listen to Where's Mephisto Uh, if you want to hang out with us though during the week we have a discord server and that's absolutely free just go join discord if you don't already have one and we talk about all of the latest news and movies and stuff we gotta watch that Ant-Man trailer we can probably do that right now actually that's on discord that's linked below again free and if you want to be a part of the episodes, like I said, up top, we stream these episodes live on Twitch and you can hang out with us like Redback Cosplay, The Man Named John, um, Real Comic Book Talk, Honey Badger. That was quite the assortment today. We had a lot of friends on. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming in. If yeah, if you were here streaming with us, that was so much fun. It's really helpful also when we're like. Yeah, the Dino Thunder something is named this, and then we get and then corrected, s- and then someone with Google is like, actually it's called the Tyrannosaurus 
red dragon megazord creature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Because we can't possibly remember all that fucking oh, shit. There's Again, a lot of information to remember. One more time. If you have a problem with me getting something correct about Power Rangers, you fucking yeah. do it. It's and hard. Also, here's the thing. Don't take that as meaning like we're not fans because we, we are. No, it's hard. It's a lot. It's very <laughs> yes. convoluted. We are fans. We have done our research. We are deep diving like for real. It's hard. There's just so much of it. Yeah. Anyway, you can find us on Instagram at Films from the Phantom Zone. You can find us to argue with us on Twitter at Films from PZ. We're also on TikTok at Films from PZ. And most of these episodes are available on YouTube as soon as I, I just, it's a trickle of me uploading them. Uh, so, anyway, guys, we will see you next time. And goodbye from me. Bye. <laughs>